please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean? Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, and DDS. Welcome to the program. Never Not Funny is the name of that program. I got a new timer that doesn't have a little beep on it. A timer. I was about to ask. I was shocked to see. I thought it was a, maybe something with your um, virtual background making it look different, but that is blue. You have a blue I got timer. a blue. It's a thicker blue uh, uh, timer that... Uh, uh, does not beep, although it might now because I, uh, I I saw that I could uh, adjust something on the back. I don't like it really. The time the new timer, not a big fan of the new timer. What happened to the old timer? Old timer broke. Oh boy. Oh. Oh, nice to see you. Hey, old timer. Wait a minute. The old timer uh, yeah, shit the bed over the weekend, so I had uh, I got some buddies over at Amazon. They shipped this thing right over very, next day. Next day. By the way, the I, w- I would be thrilled if it didn't beep. I don't like. I don't want or need the beep in my. I was told to have the beep. At, and the person who told you that is the video person. but Because the video you, person likes the beep. You do? Yeah. I have used it several times. Okay. Uh, I guess what I don't like is when you you beep it as you're like, hello, beep, hello, everybody. Well, <laughs> well yes, yeah, I, nobody would like that. Who would like that? That doesn't help at all. All right, well, listen, this is an off-air conversation. You guys could yell at me some other time. And then also go fuck yourselves. Uh, welcome into the program, everybody. 2706, I want to say is the name of the program. Uh, we got some business to clean up. Uh, first of all, uh, Garen has not been with us for nine years. He's been with us for eight years. Uh, Garen does not know how to use a calendar, apparently. And, and none of us uh, care enough to know to correct him. What it, I, I suspect happened is that it was season 11, so I just plugged in 2011 instead of 2012. So, um, Okay. Well, we didn't hear a word of that because you uh, 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 became a cyborg for uh, <laughs> you really, yeah. most of that conversation. <laughs> you became- oh, hang on a second. I'm also not on green screen. This whole thing's a disaster. This whole thing is a oh, disaster. There we go. Oh, yeah, it's weird. As soon as Garen started talking is when he had internet troubles. That's convenient. Yeah, nice going, cockerel. It's not just the calendar you got trouble with, huh, buddy? I guess not. All right, Garen Cockerell. Well, happy eighth anniversary, it turns out, uh, Garen. <laughs> we understand you. that you had some 2011-12 uh, issues, but it uh, doesn't matter. You're here now and uh, get used to it. I feel like uh, we all did say, boy, it doesn't seem like that long. And we were right. <laughs> we were right. Doesn't, we were certainly uh, only one year off, but it sure did not seem like nine. The fact that we just a year ago celebrated his seventh should have been a uh, maybe that's an indicator. Yeah, uh, yeah I was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary, Garen. Good to have you, whether it's eight or nine years. If you're, by the way, if you're still here at nine years, you got to figure something out, brother. You have to. Uh, I mean, I, I think if we roll the clock back, there's probably episodes where, Jimmy, where you say, if I do this 10 years, someone put a gun in my mouth. Oh, I, there's no question I said that. But I did not know podcasting was going to take off. I had no idea that it was going to be a thing. And that was back. I probably said that at the time where we were. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, sexy is was the only uh, money coming in, and we were in uh, dire straits. We were and still at the dining seemed, room table, right? 
Yes, and it seemed fun and at the same time pathetic. Um, uh, also, we need to point out, do we have to say happy birthday to our buddy Elliot Hochberg? Yay. Elliot had a birthday over the weekend. Happy uh, right, yesterday, Elliot? Yes, sir. Uh, terrific. Now, how did you know that, Garen? Do you have that in your, uh, do you have like a uh, day plan, a day runner that you keep your uh, birthdays? I in? happened to glance at my calendar and it said, Elliot Hochberg's birthday all day. <laughs> oh, that's what it says that on the uh, Never Not Funny calendar, right? No, on my personal phone calendar. Oh, Mine's, I mine see. Mine too, yeah. It's a, so Really? I wonder if it was because of Facebook. Maybe I Facebook think it must have been ported it over or something, but from the old days when Elliot was on Facebook, yeah. Yeah. Hang on a second here. I have I have a now that's interesting because I believe I have Jimmy Pardo's birthday in my calendar for that reason because I have from Facebook my Apple calendar has a bunch of birthdays, but I do not have Matt Belknap's. I now, never, now it's in my Google Calendar. I never put my birthday in, in Facebook because I, w- I read somewhere that you shouldn't have that on, in, in there because it's one of the pieces of information that identity thieves can use to... Uh, take all your money. Take, take your identity. Interesting. I, I've Interesting. done a million other things that uh, make me vulnerable to that, but for some reason I drew the line at birthday <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> you know what's funny about that, Matt? I'm the same way where like you need me to sign up for something I'm in, but if you want me to sign up through Facebook, no, yeah. I'm not going to fall for that game. Seems nice dope. try, fellas. Oh, but you need my uh, credit card? Four, two, six, <laughs> six. <laughs> yeah, yell it out Social, to anybody that wants to hear it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right? For, if, I mean, feel like the social is probably the most sensitive thing that we just yeah. anytime it's as oh okay here you go like i guess you need it yeah i'll, I'll put my credit card into a you know a gas station machine i'll put it into a car wash i'll put it into a, a parking meter but i'll be goddamned i use uh, uh, facebook as a portal to sign into anything what's funny is uh, you'll also put your dick into all those things <laughs> i'm more than happy to <laughs> You kidding me? Uh, We've talked about that from that season. That goes back to back to your season one. We've been we've talked about fucking inanimate objects for fifteen years. That's never not funny. We were the vanguard yep. of that. Yeah, it's our thing. Hey, uh, am I the only one who does this insane thing when I go up to a gas station that I don't go to regularly? Do do you did you do you wiggle the little card thing to make sure there isn't another thing on top of it? Oh yeah, I've I've seen those reports of like how uh, what is that called when people like rip your card off of a machine i don't know what it's called but i would i would think it'd be something like you know card skimming yeah something like that yeah it's like you know like i can only think of the term phone freaking which is a totally different thing but it's one of those (laughs) stupid terms that somebody came up with and yeah ever since then i do that and then i also you know look around (laughs) before i punch (laughs) in my my, i don't want anyone to see my pin like let me uh like you know I, i try to move my head so that Wherever a camera or a person might be, my head is blocking at least part of the process of punching the number. I have an electric car, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, uh, I will say this before I had the electric car, because, you know, I think green. You guys know that locally Mm -hmm. and globally. And um, uh, I would do the same thing depending on the uh, if it was like you say, Elliot, if it's a gas station I'm not familiar with or if it seems like a gas station like where it's like something's happening here. (laughs) Something's something's up. It's an off brand. It's like it's like. Uh, oil co yeah <laughs> or patriot uh, <laughs> yeah. so it was like a weird name like uh, what what like america gas <laughs> there is one right near i was gonna say u.s gas i think is right down the street from us here that uh, they beat everybody else on that corner it's, it's one where it's got four gas stations on the corner they beat it by a penny and you would think they're beating it by four thousand dollars <laughs> by the amount of like people are waiting in line to use them yeah and the other ones are empty and right. it's literally maybe it's two cents but it's still yeah even if it's a dime, Jesus Christ, my it, time it, is worth more than, you know, than that. And is it a gas station where 
Maybe they replaced the inserts on the lighted signs, uh, you know, in 1974. You know, I don't it, know. It, it, an old mean, unmaintained station. Oh, you mean uh, like the sign it, that has the the price on it? No, no, I'm talking about like the logos and all of the oh, all yeah. of the accoutrements and brands. Oh yes, it's uh, you, you got some yellowing if that's what you're asking <laughs> me. Yes, you definitely have some uh, some yellowing. The other the, the the one across the street, the other direction, is a um, it was a brand name gas station. Now it's not. But it's got the weirdest car wash in the world, and I'll tell you why. Here's what happens. So you start out, it's at the, uh, it's at the corner of La Brea, and I will not know, maybe it's Slauson. I'm not 100% sure what the, what the cross street is. So you're on ground level, right? You go up a ramp, like you're on a roller coaster. You go up <laughs> to, to use the car wash. You up a ramp, you bank. And so now you're maybe two stories up, maybe one story up. You're 10, 12 feet up. You, 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 know, you, you turn, again, not like a roller coaster, and then you never come down, but you end up flat at the corner of La Brea and Slauson, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know how this magically happens, <laughs> but it is the crazy. And by the way, when you're like, my mother was like legitimately scared going up it because it seemed weird. Like, where are we going? Like, because right. you kind of go all of a sudden you're on this weird incline like a roller coaster. And then, you know, you let the car wash do its thing. You know, it drags you through. And then you're back to where you kind of started. It's the weirdest. Mm. It's like a it's like an MC Escher drawing. Somehow it's yeah. flipping you all over the place. Maybe it is uh, the weirdest, and uh, and that too will have a long line to uh, use the car wash. I've only used that car wash when nobody else is ahead of me because I'll be damned if I'm stuck on that ramp thing. Oh. That ramp is uh, yeah. there's an earthquake. Uh, you're not uh, you're not stable up there. There's no way you're stable up there. Hey, speaking okay. of uh, your electric cars, uh, yes. your respective cars, uh, this is exciting. Uh, I, I've been meaning to tell you guys this, but it doesn't really matter to you. It won't matter to you until we're allowed to come back and record here. But there is now a, uh, a charge station right across the street from our studio. Oh, you mean like uh, in that parking lot or like as a no, uh, like as a street uh, spot? Is that right? Yeah, it's, it? I, it's not right. across. It's like it's like half a block uh, east. Yeah, east. Is it like a silver and blue box on a pole? Yeah, it's definitely on a pole. I don't know if it's silver and blue. It's definitely there's some silver involved, sure. Because in our in our neighborhood, there are now two or three of the things that are similar to that, where the main color is blue, and there's clearly like a locked thing where the charger goes in, and yeah. then you, I guess you pay and it unlocks, and then you pull the, right. the thing out. Yeah, I mean, you but would have to pay, but it, it, those things are like it, what is it, eighty seven cents? Like it's it's a crazy. Uh, affordable thing if you are in a situation where you guys get to work and you're like oh I you know I could I could top myself off here and it has to be open and that's the obviously the other thing sure right but is it gonna be you and that volt no I don't need that the last thing I need is to pull up and have that see that goddamn volt taking up that spot I mean I will say it's a nice shady spot so I might park there just for the shade but uh, I'm not gonna I don't need that. I don't need to pay to charge. I I live five miles from here, so you don't need it. You know the you know my old one with the Volkswagen. Certainly, I would have had to use it. Uh, yeah, uh, I would have. Oh boy, I would have welcomed that back when I had the the VW, the Nazi car. <laughs> but uh, now I get enough miles on mine uh, to and fro, to and fro. Danielle got to get a new car come December. Actually, November, I believe she's got to get a new car. Uh, so we're uh, looking at some options there. Might get a hybrid. Might get a plug-in hybrid. Mm-hmm. Might uh, get something so we have some you know gasoline to go a long distance if need be. Uh, but honestly, the best deal right now is the Bolt, the B O L T. But then we got two cars that are limited. We got two limited vehicles. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the range on the Bolt? Uh, t- 
you know, they say 240, but, uh, and you know, you have I DC fast charge, right? What's that? Doesn't it have the DC fast charging? Yeah. But, uh, how often do you see those around town? You see the DC fast charge a lot of places because I do not, point. I do not. Hmm. Yeah. It's mostly level two, right? Yeah. This is interesting for a lot of people. Not really. <laughs> and I'm, I'm even part of it. And I can't uh, say that I'm invested in this conversation. I was reading the New York Times while you guys talked about that. Uh, well, a lot happening over there. Uh, yeah, what are you uh, about those taxes? Yeah. Wait, what happened? I, I, I thought <laughs> I was talking about the crossword puzzle. Oh, the uh, the Trump tax thing? You've, uh, mm, I don't know what you're uh, talking about. Oh, I'm not going to bore you with it. Uh, look it up. It is, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, obviously, I saw It's that. completely expected and not a surprise. Elise was uh, reading it and it was like... She was like, did you see this? I was like, no. And then it's like 20 minutes later, she, it was apparently a very long article. <laughs> she was like reading it for a while. And here's the thing about that, Matt. That's the article to tell you about the article. It's like this weird, oh, really? like the long article is, is with all the details is to come. Oh, geez. That's the uh, one that just said, hey, we've discovered this stuff. Here's what this asshole's been doing. Damn. And um, but hey, full article coming soon. So that law, <laughs> wow. because I'm with you. Like my, my eyes glazed over. I took a nap, woke back up, was still in the middle of it. It. Uh, I admit I just read the bullet points and I was like, yeah. I mean, at least at least told me about, but you know, wherever she was, you know, when, when she was seventy percent into it, I think she told me the 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 headlines. But uh, then I kind of read a little bit beyond that, and it's it's not surprising. It's and I don't think it's going to change anything. Sadly. Well, you know what though, but it's still good to be for it to be out there. It's still good yeah. to have you know like. Well, while I agree with you, it will not change. It may change some moderates votes or some conservative or more liberal leaning conservative. It may. But more importantly, it's out there. Hey, all you Republican GOP senators and folks that are still backing this guy. Now you see he's break. He's broken the law. And, you know, so how comfortable are you with that? I think, you know, the, the, the it just seemed too easy for his supporters to go. Yeah, that's who I want. I want a guy who knows how to play the system like right. he's, mm-hmm. he's playing the system. That's what you do. And that means he's a good businessman. Uh, what I do think should be uh, highlighted and discussed is that while dealing with all this tax stuff, he also pushed through a major tax break that benefited him <laughs> right and I, that's and, and, that's self-dealing you know that that to me is is the headline that i feel like maybe the new york times didn't really uh spotlight that as much as all of the maybe i they thought didn't. they i thought they did and then okay. i also think the uh, the whole idea of if he is in debt yeah right. the idea that he that's why which is why you know it's one of the you know there's many reasons why he refuses to show these taxes but one of them would be you'd see that he's broke and that would make him compromised to somebody that wants to buy him off yeah and that's the big thing too so again so going back to the the senators is that the guy you want is that the guy who again has not has not still not said anything negative about putin has still not said anything about the bounties on soldiers heads any of that stuff he has not said a bad thing about and so it's very possible yeah yeah i uh i'm trying to think about i'm trying to think about how how as a democrat you in a position of any kind of power you game this because that's what the republicans have done very well over 40 years is they've looked at the system they've figured out how to get what they want they've gamed the system and and democrats tend to i'm sure they do it but they tend to say that they're not going to and and are more likely to not game it 
Uh, Elliot, if I may, uh, hang on. Matt's, Matt's back. Matt, Matt was so disinterested in what you had to say, he turned fuzzy for uh, oh, really? 40 seconds. Yeah, it was very strange. Was it just the focus or was it the uh, it, it, it was the focus, oh, but uh, but it was going a little, it was lasting a little too long. And then luckily, yeah. when the second you moved, it, it cleared up. Go I, ahead, Elliot. You're I talking about my, gaming. I have my camera hooked up to my interest level. So if it <laughs> well, that's a really good feature. <laughs> um, I just, I, I don't see why, if I'm a Republican senator... I don't see his debt as an opportunity. Because if Putin can leverage your debt to get things from you, then so can Mitch McConnell. Mm. Right? Maybe so, he has. And maybe he has. Uh, and so and so I'm, I, like, I'm trying to figure out, because the, the, the mantra is always follow the money. So how do you, how do you hurt re- Republican senators' uh, pocketbook? How do you make it so that Trump is not the person who you want in there because you're going to lose money? You're going to lose your elections, whatever. And I, I, ha- I haven't figured it out. I'm no expert, though. But you're on the city council over there. You, you <laughs> certainly neighborhood, got neighborhood, to, council, uh, neighborhood council. Neighborhood please, council. Neighborhood council. But you could certainly be influenced, right? Because you, uh, your finances aren't the best, <laughs> right? So I think you could be compromised very easily by a local. Yeah, I mean, every time I, you mention that, I am that, an uncompromising person, Jimmy Pardo. You, mm. you, you like, you just very conspicuously drop the names of. Uh, spicy jerk chicken restaurants it just seems he seems suspicious (laughs) that's true that came out of nowhere why why would that have to be brought up that's a great point buddy i my personal opinions of any particular business are are my own and do not represent the opinions of the Paul's neighborhood council Mm, you seem to be fidgeting with something in your hands that seems is that some sort of fidget really you're not a fidgeter This but, is, uh, by the way, this is very Todd Glass. Remember when Todd Glass used to do that? He would, in the middle of his Comedy Central special, mention some <laughs> auto dealership in Orange County because he got a half-price car or something. Yeah. Uh, very strange. Uh, I wouldn't have the balls to, I wouldn't even have the balls to say that. Like, hey, you know what? I'll mention you on Conan. Give me a deal. And then, because then how do you shoehorn that in, you know, without? I mean, that's the genius of Todd Glass, though, is he can do it and, it's, and makes it funny. You know, like he knows how to, it's like funny because he's so being so blatant about it, uh, but he's really doing it too. So it's kind of exactly. Genius. I think that you're right. That's the beauty. He's really doing it, but he's pretending he's doing it over the top. Yeah. In a way. Now, as a reminder, Todd Glass is part of the Misfit Toys Comedy Co-op, along with Jen Kirkman, Doug Benson, Mike Schmidt, and ourselves. Um, uh, so uh, listen to their shows. That's my point. If you like what Todd Glass does here, there's no reason why you won't enjoy that uh, in a longer form. Mm-hmm. And uh, same with Mike and Jen and uh, Doug Benson. Um, we went uh, over the weekend, by the way, uh, we went to see uh, another. We went to a drive-in again. Oh uh, went to see Armageddon. So oh Armageddon, gosh. the uh, Bruce Willis movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's fun. That's a fun movie. I'd never seen it. I love that movie. Oh, wow. oh really? No, I'd, I had seen, I saw Deep Impact. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that was not fun. No, it's not fun. <laughs> and this one's fun. Yeah, because it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like Deep Impact was way too self-important. And it was like, that. this is a disaster movie. Calm down. But, uh, 100% agree. In fact, I remember when I saw Deep Impact and then people are like, oh, Armageddon's the same thing. I'm like, well, then I'm not going to see that twice. I'm not going right. to, you know, it's just, it is basically the same movie, but one's done Michael Bay style and the other one is not. Yeah. Right. And it's um, just so absurd. Like you have to admire the absurd, like just the over the top ridiculousness of the premise that we are going to, 
<laughs> we're going to go into outer space, mm-hmm. land on an asteroid, and then plant a bomb inside it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so stupid. It's great. I love it's that. very we're send uh, non-astronauts to do it. Yeah. Right. We're, right. We're going to send some right. oil drillers to do it. <laughs> just a, yeah, it's, a bunch of uh, leathernecks uh, or whatever they're called. One has to wonder if that's where Trump got the idea of that. What if we just uh, put a nuclear bomb inside the hurricane? Like I just saw, <laughs> they, they did that with an asteroid once. Maybe that's it's a documentary. Uh, something yeah. to think about. Documentary. That, uh, <laughs> that guy from Moonlighting was involved in some way. <laughs> he definitely could have pitched that to uh, to the studios. It was, uh, but it was fun. It was nice out there. They did a nice job at the. Uh, was, this one was in Glendale at the uh, Sears, the old Sears parking lot. Yeah, cool. Okay, and uh, it was nice. Went to a local restaurant and uh, brought some food back to the car. And, uh, and watch it. Nice bright screen. Nice. What restaurant? Uh, I couldn't tell you the name of it. it was, they were charbroiled hamburgers. Uh, the corner of California and Brandt. If that helps you out at all? Not really. But Elisa's office used to be right like a block away from that Sears. And so I was wondering oh. if it was a place that she uh, used to Is that to near go. the Galleria? It is near the Galleria. Yeah. Yes, sir. Is yes, it like sir. Red Robin or something? No, it's not Red Robin. I know what Red Robin is, sir. Don't talk to me about Red Robin. <laughs> the last thing I need you to do is bring up Red Robin. You brought it up very naturally. I do like Red Robin, by the way. I'm a I, fan of the Red Robin hamburger. I know I'm the one who brought it up, but I don't think we need to solve this riddle. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> it's okay to not know where they eat their it hamburgers. Is, it, it is a privately owned uh, place uh, yeah. oh, that I believe used to be called Hondo's way back when I first moved here. That's a cool name. Uh, and I remember it because Graham Elwood and I, uh, there was a guy that uh, said this to Graham once. He said... Uh, you know, it's getting, it's getting in that Chicago accent. Hey, how you doing, Jim? They're coming, Jim. I got to get the, I got to say that to get the voice. It's one of the, <laughs> uh, you know, you t- it's, 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 it's not anymore. You go out with a girl, uh, you know, you, you got the dinner, you got the, uh, the drinks, you got the movie. Before you know it, you're dropping a hondo. <laughs> and Graham Elwood and I, the second that guy walked away, laughed like we've never laughed in our lives because who the fuck says that? And then, you know, Graham, you know, drove out here with me to, to help me move out here in 95, whatever that was. And we were in, I forget why we were in Glendale. Maybe we had to go and maybe I had to pick something. Maybe at Sears. Maybe I had to go get something for the apartment at Sears, whatever. And we turned the corner and there's a restaurant. And we're like, oh, we got to eat there. We got to eat at Hondo's. Yeah. And uh, it, so anyway, that used to, I believe it used to be Hondo's. That yeah. place. And uh, nah, before you know it, you're dropping a Hondo. <laughs> I've seen what's funny is I've heard people say Hondo, but I've never yeah. heard Hondo. That's just this guy a, said Hondo. a whole new level. <laughs> right? It's great. I've heard Hondo as well. Hondo and uh I'm, you know what? Maybe he was saying Hondo, but with the, the Chicago accent. accent. That that would be my guess, but it's yes. still great. It's it's so funny. It was uh wonderful. Uh, but we had terrific uh, hamburgers and then you watch that uh, that Armageddon. That's a great and, drive-in movie. That's the perfect kind of movie to watch at a drive-in. We've, uh, you know, so what was the one before we did Twister, which is another great drive-in movie. Then we, what was the one we saw last time? Uh, oh, we saw Batman, the first, uh, right. the uh, Michael Keaton Batman, and other great drive-in movies. They, it can't be dialogue intensive at right. the drive-in. That's the fun of the drive-in movie. Yeah. It needs to be fun, some fun, silly, like Grease worked because it's a musical. Yeah. Pitch Perfect worked because it was a musical. Mm-hmm. Like we have not had one where it's like, what? Huh? Hmm? 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was a double feature it was armageddon with airplane the movie airplane that's a weird mix uh my my son would be more than happy to talk about that with you uh at length if you want to hear that monologue <laughs> about how he wasn't happy with that combo he didn't understand it he also didn't understand why the silly fun comedy would be the late night movie and armageddon would be the early one um, now if they had showed airport and then airplane that would make sense 100 percent I mean, that's what that's that that 
I'm surprised they didn't do that. Although I don't know if airport really holds up at all. As a, as oh, no, they're horrible. Those are horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like um, the, although I will tell you, Garen, coming up in October, they got a lot of great Halloween ones coming. If you and your buddies want to, you know, go get some hot dogs up in Nevada and then come back and watch a movie. It's <laughs> um, uh, probably Beyond got, Fest stuff, right? Say it again, please. Is it Beyond Fest showings? Do you know? I don't know if it, uh, they're affiliated with that, Garen, and I don't want to know. To be honest with you. And don't you dare talk to me about Red Robin. <laughs> um, nope. I, they are good. I just said yum. There's something. They, I don't know if that's your shirt. It looks like you're being taken over by a, an alien symbiote that's striped. Oh, that is just your shirt. It's my shirt, yeah. It was oh, peeking up in a way that made it look like it was an artifact of your blue screen or your uh, your oh. virtual background. <laughs> but it looked like it was creeping up your body, like it was about to take over your face. Um, but Gary, some good, some good. Uh, they're doing Halloween and Halloween three together. Oh, interesting. That's a, that's a nice little uh, one-two punch. I like that. Um, yeah. I will tell you that I, uh, only in our car, nobody but and nobody but the people in my car heard this because they were asking like, if you, hey, we're thinking about doing these two together. What do you think? And you'd honk your horn if you liked it. And he said, and we're going to have a Stephen King night. We're going to have Carrie uh, paired with uh, It. And I just, in my car, no, no, <laughs> no. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants It. Don't do anything about It. We're also thinking about pairing it with doesn't matter doesn't matter anything about it. <laughs> I was doing that in the car to make two people laugh, and um, <laughs> because I think that that it is the most boring movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, what would you what what Stephen King movie would you put in there? Because Carrie's great. I mean, you gotta, ask me ask me as if I'm in my car. Uh, am I in the car with you, or am I like you somewhere? are the guy? You, you are the car. Okay. You are the guy outside. Yeah. Would you like? Carrie and Maximum Overdrive. Sure. Anything but it. <laughs> Carrie and Cujo. Anything but it. Perfect. Do Car- it. Carrie Lock and that one down. Pet Cemetery. Yes. Anything but it. Lock something in before you fall back to it. Anything. Carrie and Apt Pupil. The movie yes. where actors were sexually assaulted on set and we probably Anything shouldn't but support it. it. Anything but it. Carrie and Dead Zone. Anything but it. <laughs> Carrie and uh, was it the Twilight Zone, the movie or creep show where Stephen King had a cameo. Uh, again, anything but it, anything but it, anything but uh, that boring son of a back, back, back. Which one was uh, it that Stephen King had a cameo? Or was it neither? Was, I, maybe I'm thinking of something else. He was in Creep Show. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. He also co wrote it with George Romero, I believe. Yeah. What's the one that uh, Ted Danson's in? Is that Creep Show? That's Creep Show, yeah. That was good, right? A lot, a lot of good stuff yeah. in that one. Yeah. Like that, that Ted Danson, he went on to do uh, do a lot of television. Was that before Cheers? I don't think it was. I think, I think it was. It was that during Cheers? Cheers? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I've been like, during yeah, Cheers. Creepshow was yeah, like that's true. 80s, right? Creepshow what was towards the end. Eighty-two. That sounds like it was before. What was Cheers? Right around 80, the same time, honestly. Like eighty-three, maybe. Eighty-two. Maybe? 82 yeah. Oh, so it's so he may have shot it before he got Cheers. He was just a working actor. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm doing this movie and I got a TV show. Let's see what happens. Yeah. He'll then become one of the best uh, television actors of uh, our generation. I'll say yeah. it. He's great, but I don't. I, I got to be honest, and I'm, not, I'm just a, I'm just a guy talking. But I don't <laughs> never really understood why women found him attractive. I, I, I'm not saying he's unattractive. I just don't get the hysteria. I think he's more attractive um, as a uh, silver-haired man than he was mm. on Cheers. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yep. I think he's aged. Uh, 
But people, well, people, you know, he was dropping panties when he was on Cheers, and I know he was. <laughs> but was he was he really in real life? Did people feel that way, or was I it just think so? I don't know. I mean, it seemed like that was all of the talk of like how handsome Ted Danson was. He was he ever the sexiest man of people's magazine? People magazine sexiest man of the year? I that's mm. a, I don't think so. That's a good question though, because I don't really remember real people talking that way about Ted Danson as much as it was like we were it just convinced like that it, by the characters that would come in and go, oh, look at that guy behind the bar. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just this, the show asserted that he was a, a, yeah. a sex. I mean, symbol. he always had great hair. Well, but it wasn't real. Was it never well, real? Maybe back then it was. No, not on Cheers. That really? Thing is, Even that, that, thing, that thing is, uh, if a strong breeze came, that thing was flying off. Really? <laughs> I did not know that. Huh? Yeah. That he was, was never sexiest man alive, by the way. Yeah, I think uh, I think back then he just was just like he wasn't he was a the star of a sitcom, which I think was back then sort of looked down upon more than it is now. Like, it was, yeah, you, that wasn't a an impressive enough thing to to have accomplished compared to like a movie star. As as we look back at the peoples and it was Ron Howard four years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, who was Garrett? Who was People Magazine's sexiest man of the year in like '83? Let's give it. Let, let's give Cheers one year, and then uh, like who would it be in '83? Give us a hint. Uh, well, it looks like the first year they did it was '85. All right, start with that one then. '85, sexiest man of the year. Uh, can we guess? You have a guess for '85, huh? Without, yeah, without any clues, it's it's a hard it's hard to give clues about this person i i don't think this is right but for some reason harry hamlin comes to mind oh that's a great guess for 85 Jeez. i feel like gear is the one is the one to, to dicky gear in 85 he is not 85 harry hamlin but is he, he 86 he's, he's an 87 okay all right yeah, so it's 80, uh, Garen is i'm sorry matt what i couldn't remember when la law started but that was huge when it came out this guy's yeah. a massive massive is he star. a movie star or a TV star? Movie star. Okay. Is it Tom Cruise? It, is he uh, African American? No. No. 1985. 85. <laughs> uh, Denzel has been sexy it, from day is one. Is it Harrison Ford? Oh, Harrison Ford's a great guess. No. Not Harrison Ford. Not Harrison Ford. Never got it. Never oh, got, no, he it. got it. In, he got a 98. Yeah. I was going to say. Which is interesting. 85 to, sexiest man of the year. I was about to year. flip my laptop over. He told me Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Denzel didn't get it until 96. And he never looked better. That Boy, he sense. was the first, that was was his the first African-American guy to get it. Yeah. That was his. Is it Blair Underwood? He said it wasn't African-American. No. <laughs> Just wanted to say Blair Underwood. Uh, 85 movie star. Movie star. Is, it, uh, is it Tom Cruise? I just said nope. that. Mm-mm. When his did you say was, Tom Cruise? That was my first thing after it was Harry Hamlin. Yeah, his was a ninety. Um, how about <clears throat> this? Is I don't agree with this or like this guess, but was it uh, Arnold? No, it wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger. Maybe Stallone, no. one of those guys. Oh no, no. It, Bruce Willis. Let me ask, no, let me ask you a question, and I'm very serious. I'm just drawing a blank. Who is the star of Top Gun? I can't remember that guy's name. <laughs> I mean, honestly, don't, don't you feel like it should have been the first one? Should have been Tom Cruise, just to like yes. set the template. Like this is what we're talking about. We're talking about <laughs> fucking Tom Cruise level handsome. But in very, but, but wasn't Tom Cruise? But, but wasn't he? Uh, hi Jim. Hi Johnny Stutter. Uh, Eighty six was Top Gun, and that's really when he exploded. Yeah, right? You're right. So you're right. it was a little. Eighty five would be maybe. 
Business. The guy from Risky Business? Yeah, like right. it'd be that. It was it was Top Gun that that put it over the top. If you, uh, <laughs> Stallone. All right, give us a clue, Garrett. Even though you claim you can't give a clue, he is not American. Uh-oh. Is it Sean Connery? No. Oh, is he it was in Pierce, 89. Is it Pierce Brosnan? No. Uh, Wait, Sean Connery was 89? Yeah. That's fascinating. That's crazy. Yeah. Sean and this Connery guy's not won. A, and- oh, I know. Is it Dudley Moore? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the debut sexiest man alive. Is it Peter Cook? <laughs> um, is it a not American? Who would be a non- Jackie Chan. No. All right. Non-American 85. Give us another one, Garen. Oh, is it David Beckham? <laughs> He, no, he was Ooh. 29 at the time he was given this honor. Don't give us dumb clues. It's that does help a little bit. Uh, uh, you might have to tell us. We're going to take a break and bring our guest in. Give us, a, give no. us, one, give us a major clue. No, 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 no. We get, we're going to get this. This is a fucking British guy in the mid-80s. He didn't well, say British. He didn't say British. Oh, non-American. Oh, shit. Good point. Austra- Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> is, he, uh, is he Australian, Garen? Yes, sir. Oh, Mel Gibson. Oh. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, of course. Uh, great uh, American. Loves this country. Loves all walks of life. <laughs> uh, yeah, looking why, forward. Why can't to he just go back to Australia and then we won't have to deal with him anymore? Um, He's got a I weird was... lineage, though, right? Because like, wasn't his family not Australian, but he grew up there and then they moved? I don't know. There was like some weird thing. Like his family was actually British, and then they moved to Australia. Then he moved here. I don't know. There's a, there's a I whole... hate that he's a prick. I really do because I, yeah. I I like him in movies. I liked his movies that he directed. Yeah, I, I at least some of them. Yeah, some of them. <laughs> I did like him as a his persona was very very likable in the eighties and nineties. But but who still like that movie that movie that he was just in where he played uh, uh, the the grandpa or whatever? Yeah, the in that uh, it was the sequel with Mark with Will Ferrell and and Mark Wahlberg played Mark Wahlberg's dad. Yeah, Um, daddy's home. Yeah, but he takes it the second he shows up, you're like fuck, I'm out. So I've got an answer for you, Jimmy. He was born in Peekskill, New York, and then moved with his parents to Australia when he was 12. Yeah, oh. see, I knew there was some weird shit with him. He's more American than he is Australian, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And then he has that's... that weird accent in, in the Road Warrior. Like, how'd that happen? I guess when you're 12, guy. that's early enough to have... Yeah. I'm, well, look, Madonna went to England for a day and a half and <laughs> came back, true. so... Very you true. know, we can't judge anybody. She's a chameleon, Jimmy. She's a chameleon. I understand The material girl. The so-called... One song, assholes. One song. Hate it. <laughs> to this day, they call her that. Oh, the material girl's back on the road. What fucking song? Poor woman. All right, listen. Nate Bargatze's about to join us. The Tennessee kid, they call him. Got a great special that I will tell him when he comes on. The... In my for my bang for the buck, he and Chris Fairbanks have the two best specials that I've watched in the past six months. Man, these things are fan. His is fantastic. Boy, did we enjoy it here at the house. Um, so we'll talk with Nate Bargatze. Uh, I don't know where he's at these days. Is he down in Nashville? Is he here in uh, Los Angeles? Where is he during the COVID? We'll find out right after this. Matt, the holidays are right around the corner. You know that. You know how a calendar works. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Dashing through the snow, my brother. Are you looking for a way to stay connected with the loved ones during the holidays? Absolutely. Uh, well, let me tell you something. The holidays, certainly during the social distance, can be lonelier than ever, Matt. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, some folks are dealing with that with uh, by using Skylight. Skylight is the perfect gift to connect you with your loved ones during this lonely, sad, socially distant holiday season. Uh, this is a gift that will make your mom, your dad, your grandmother, etc., Feel like he or she is right there with you during the holidays. Now, listen, 
Uh, I'm not going to see my family this uh, holiday. Uh, you're you are not. No, I'm not. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, everyone's going through this now. It's like how do you uh, how do you see your loved ones that if you don't live in the same house as them or maybe the same state? In my case. Yeah. Well, and in our case, uh, we've spent the last couple of Christmas Eves together, and uh, yeah, that's not going to be happening. Charlie is—he's uh, already talked about that white elephant thing. He's bummed out about it not happening. We have tried to figure out a way to maybe figure out a way to do that virtually, and uh, we are trying to figure that out. Oh, that'd be fun. Because it would be fun to still figure out a way to yeah. get gifts and stuff to everybody, and everybody's on a Zoom and mm-hmm. does it. Or maybe you use your skylight frame. Once you take the photographs and then you send that over. Uh, now, let's, let me walk you through what Skylight Frame is. It is a photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere. A great way to feel close to those you love, even when you're separated. It sets up effortless, effortlessly, uh, which is easier to do than me say, apparently. <laughs> it's, 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 it's easier than saying the word effortlessly. That's how easy it is. Sending. Uh, oh, my God. They're going to they're doubling down on effortlessly. Uh, it sets up in just 60 seconds. Uh, just plug it in. Use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network and you enjoy it. Uh, sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Everyone in the family could just email them to your personal Skylight email address and they will pop up in seconds. Multiple people can send photos to the frame. So it's a great way to keep large networks of friends and family in touch. Now, listen, it has a black frame with a white mat, so it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch to your to any home. Mm-hmm. Skylight Frame has a gorgeous 10-inch touch screen. Uh, you can swipe through your photos with a finger or even tap to thank the person who sent the photo. So, Matt, if you send me a photo, I can uh, tap on something and let you know that I uh, liked the photo. That's fun. Yeah, I like that. Uh, now, listen, Skylight Frame has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like your Skylight, they will offer you a full refund. Uh, and you can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift. Import pictures of you and your uh, significant other, whatever. You, or maybe uh, in my case, maybe I get this for my father. Yep. And uh, I would preload it with a photograph of me and Danielle and Oliver. Right. Uh, maybe with him and his wife, Donna, uh, from when they came out to visit. Hey, here's a photo that you don't have. Great and idea. now you do. Yeah, that's that's a that's the perfect use of this thing. It's kind of like sometimes we will take the kids uh, school pictures you know they get pictures taken at school and then we put those in a frame and send them to our parents for christmas well there are no school pictures this year because there's no school uh not, right. not in person at least so the solution obvious solution would be just get the skylight frame and then we can send whatever picture of the of the kids that we want to it well let me tell you something the customers love this thing uh, in fact one facebook review said this matt this is such an isolating time as we are just trying to keep my, my grandma safe and healthy but this gives her a little glimpse of us every day and then when we talk on the phone she can talk to the boys about the pictures we sent love it see that so it's also giving you something to talk to your uh, to the grandparents about because sometimes mm-hmm. that could be a bit of a slog that is worth its not, weight in gold right there yeah <laughs> uh, not not in my son's case of course because he doesn't stop talking but uh, <laughs> uh but yeah other families i can see lots this being kids, helpful lots of kids have trouble they get they get stage fright on the uh the conference call or the right the facetime call whatever the zoom whatever they're using i do know that when my mom or dad would say hey you got to call your grandparents i know i know that i went kicking and streaming because it's like i don't know what to talk to them about yeah. i don't know what to talk to them about they're 150 years older than me i don't we have nothing in common <laughs> right uh, my grandfather, by the way, his uh, his famous line, and if you ask any of my cousins this, they, they would say, hey, what did Grandpa Pardo uh, ask you every time you saw him? How's the car running, kid? <laughs> that that was his go-to for conversation. Huh. 
Uh, now it would be, uh, hey, the skylight frame is great. I saw a picture of the car. How's that running? So see, it would get, it would eventually get there. Right. Uh, um, now listen, as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the code PARDO, P-A-R-D-O. That is right. You get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame uh, just by going to skylightframe.com. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. And then enter the promo code Pardo and you will get $10 off your Skylight Frame. Skylight Frame! A better way to send a picture. Matt, Fiber Monday is uh, almost upon us. Do you mean Cyber Monday? I mean Fiber Monday because this is the year you invest in your butthole. <laughs> hey, okay. I'm listening. Well, hello. What's that? I'm listening. Well, hello, Tushy has the best deals for your butt this year. Don't get stuck with post-Turkey Day disaster. Protect your pipes with a hello, Tushy bidet. Yeah. Now, we, uh, we, now you have a hello tushy bidet, and we also have a hello tushy bidet. I do, bidet. and we we talked about it on another ad that we don't like the word bidet, so we're I'm I decided to call them ass blasters. I don't know if I don't know if uh, Tushy Corporate has signed off on that, but I will personally be calling them ass blasters or just the hello tushy ass blaster. Well, they have not told us not to call it that, so uh, I'm going to wait until they specifically say stop saying that because they're actually bidets. But uh, bidet just sounds pretentious and and French, and I don't like it. Sing for bidet. That's a stick song. Um, <laughs> one bidet, for- one but one more bidet. <laughs> I can't even do it. Uh, I I think you I think we should get Weird Al on the phone and we just do a gazillion parodies where the the word. Uh, Eight bidets a week. We just changed. Yeah. Do all, all days to bidet. All bidet parody songs album. That's a good idea. I love the idea. Now, listen, Hello Tushy will cut your toilet paper by 80%, so it pays for itself on how much TP it saves you. Uh, that's because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe it all. Hello Tushy is your new hands-free butt buddy. Hello Tushy uh, Ass Blasters. Their attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free happy butt guarantee and a 12-month warranty. So stop wiping your butt and start washing and join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now. Hello Tushy is the perfect gift for the whole a days. I, I, they, I know we're, we've they been love joking. They're fun with words. What's they, that, Matt? They do. They, they love it. But I, I was going to say, we've been jo- we were joking around, but I, I do want to say it's kind of embarrassing, but I will say I look forward to going to the bathroom now that I have this thing. It's it is so it's it's like. I, I love the just the technology involved. It's very simple, but it's very effective, and it just makes me. It just feels good. I mean, it's not, not like if I. It feels good physically, but also like emotionally feels good to be cleaning my butt the right way and doing a cl- complete cleanup job instead of. Uh, I just I think back to my old self, and I think, what what were you doing, man? Well, you were a caveman. You're an animal. Yeah, basically. Right. This is uh, well. You know what? This is not like the caveman uh, dipping his ass in a stream. <laughs> That's right. That's, uh, what, what do you want? Do oh, you want a pile of leaves, or do you want the the waterfall? I want the waterfall to to wipe me down. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, I've talked about this on Never Not Funny, but uh, certain medications for my back, I uh, end up getting a little constipated. Uh, and then recently, uh, I was like, "Oh, I have to go to the bathroom. I get to use the Hello Tushy." <laughs> yeah. So I know exactly what you're talking about when you say you look forward to using it. Yeah. Uh, here's how the Never Not Funny fan and listener, uh, you don't even have to be a fan uh, to, to, to get this. You can just have to be a listener. A grudging listener of Never Not Funny. Uh, you will get 20% off. Hey, that's a great uh, discount. Plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash pardo. This Fiber Monday deal is Hello Tushy's best offer. And even though you might have a butt that doesn't quit, this deal's only good for one day on Fiber Monday. 
So go now to hellotushy.com slash Pardo for 20% off and free shipping. Hellotushy.com slash Pardo. Look, whatever you call it, rump, rear, arse, fanny, bum, tush, tushy, tookus, hiney, but caboose. Here comes Charlie, keister. <laughs> no matter what you call it this Fiber Monday, wash it off with a hello, tushy, bidet. Hello, Tushy. Matt just sang its praises. I sang its praises. Hello, Tushy.com slash Pardo. Get 20% off on Fiber Monday. Hello, Tushy. Better way to clean that can. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back into the program. Episode 2706. That timer does give a little beep now that I've uh, adjusted something, guys. So uh, rest assured, uh, there's a beep involved in this new timer. I don't like the new timer, though. It's too thick. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the the numbers aren't big enough for me. I'm going to be, uh, you know what? I see that going back to Amazon. I got a guy over at Amazon. What they do is they ship it the very next day. And then if I like it, I keep it. And if I don't, I send it back to them. And nobody seems to have a problem with that. And then the money gets back in my account. It, it's a real good deal uh, that I have going with these guys over at the Amazon. Uh, welcome to the program, everybody. Nate Bergazzi is joining us. Uh, although he just said Nate Bergazzi in the uh, break. And that concerns me that I've been saying it wrong for <laughs> upwards of six days. Uh, no, Nate, you're all right. You're right. Say your last name for me, Nate, so that I don't screw this up. We said Bargetsy, but I honestly think we pronounce it wrong as my family. So uh, you're I, probably right. I think you do too. And then uh, yeah. certainly we're not going to keep you long. I know you got to get back to that poetry slam. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you're wearing a turtleneck, black turtleneck sweater on. It's a, got no. It's a hood. Oh, it's a hood. All right. Uh, and it just goes zipped up pretty high. I see. You know, uh, but I can be I can be looser. I like you to be, be more relaxed. <laughs> yeah, I'm more relaxed. More, yes, thank you. Uh, I like a relaxed Bargetsy. Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Nate, my name, Jimmy Pardo, is pronounced just as I said it, but my brother says Pardo, and he's wrong. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I know about families mispronouncing names is my point. Yeah. Uh, Nate Bargetsy is here. He's got a great special. I don't know exactly when it came out, but it's called The Tennessee Kid. Uh, that's your most recent one, Nate? Uh, yeah, yeah, it came out. Uh, I want to say two two years ago. Is it 2019? Already? Actually, wow. so no, in a year and a half, I guess so. All right, about eighteen months ago, this thing came out. My my family and I watched it about uh, I guess three months ago now. Right when did when did I first talk about it on the show here, guys? Was it I don't three remember. months ago? Was it? Uh, at any rate, we watched that. And Nate, I just said this before you came on. Uh, Bangford Buck laughter wise uh, you and Chris Fairbanks yeah. are one and two here in our house as far as the stand up comedy specials we watch my wife uh, who's a comedy writer and uh, my son who's 13 and better than any other kid in the planet uh, they uh, and we all agree that you're the Tennessee kid is the and Fairbanks one two and we can't even decide on any given day who's number one who's number two that's how much we like them oh that's awesome man I appreciate it it's a really boy is it a good special it's uh thank you and uh we had just watched one and i don't remember who it was that was not funny so oh boy when when here comes Bergetzi, woohoo! good to have him uh now nate you and i have met a couple times at uh like when you did conan right and then also at the conan golf outing i want to say a couple times is any of this yes. accurate no that is accurate uh we did that conan was the first late night i did i did uh I've met you at TBS, but I did two late nights when he was in New York, uh, and then I did two when he was at TBS. Oh, and you so you did not do any of the Tonight Show. You uh, you have missed that little period of time. I missed that little window, but I did. I was I was excited to get to do the late night with Conan because that was something that I saw growing up. You know, because I never did Letterman or Leno Tonight Show. I've done Fallon Tonight Show, but. 
that first Conan was the first, like, at least to do one TV thing that I got to, that I saw as a kid, you know? Right. So that was very cool. Uh, I felt the same way when I did my first Merv Griffin. So I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. When, when I first did Merv, of course, I'd already done Mike Douglas, but that was daytime. We weren't all that thrilled about it. <laughs> but when I had the opportunity to do Merv, that's when I felt my career took the turn. And then you younger kids with your Lettermans and your Linos, I get it. But uh, Merv was really, he he could I mean, make you or break you. That was all yeah. uh, about, it was all about Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nate Bargazzi is here, the Tennessee kid. Now, uh, we teased this going into the break, Nate. Uh, I don't know where you live these days, if you are in Nashville or if you live in Los Angeles or neither of those two. I'm in Nashville. And that was when I moved. I've been back in Nashville where I'm from. I lived. I started in Chicago and then I moved. I was in New York for about nine years and L.A. for two. And then uh, we've been back to Nashville where I'm from. My family's all still here. And we've been back uh, about five years, which is great. When I left, that was a big reason is I, uh, I was like, I was like, I don't think anybody would know where I'm at. And cause we don't, you know, as, as you get older, I'm not that comedy for 17 years now. And so the older you get, the more you're traveling and the more you're seeing and you get families, you know, we have an eight year old daughter. And so it's, you just don't really see each other. And so I just kind of ducked out and, left i did not tell anybody because i was too i was afraid people would think i would have quit comedy Mm -hmm. if i left and so i didn't tell anybody i was like let me just see if anybody notices and rory scoville is one of my close friends he came to nashville once and i picked him up the airport and just drove him to my house and was like i've been living here for six months and he had Uh, no idea (laughs) so it was working it's safe to say though rory's kind of dumb right can't we play that certainly plays uh, into this crazy it's a huge is it i mean that's why i tried it with him first <laughs> sure just because i was like if he catches it then i'm in big trouble but yeah right i don't think he's still he thinks i moved back so you know <laughs> uh boy he could wear a hoodie too he is a boy he has a tough time wearing his hoodie see uh, he had a good yeah. special <laughs> too that my family enjoyed uh nate bargetsy's with us uh he now makes his home in nashville but you're you're right native unless you want to play the audition for commercials and sitcom game uh, on a regular basis, guest starring stuff. Uh, yeah. There's no reason to be here. Uh, but if you, you know, uh, certainly for, if you're doing the Nate Bargetsy project, you could do it from there. You need to fly to LA to, for meetings and, and, yeah. and so on and so forth. You can do that. Right. Yeah. We, we, uh, so we shot a pilot and it went nowhere, but uh, I just lived in uh, the LA, the hotel next to the 20th Intercontinental. I was there for like 50 days. And so you just do that. And if you, you know, if a show goes, then you're like, all right, well, then I have to live some out there. Uh, and so, you, but I, yeah, it hasn't hurt me as far as pitches. Shows. I never did do that commercial auditioning or try to get on sitcoms. I mean, I basically can do this accent. So unless you want this accent, I'm not your guy. That's it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You are as promised. Yeah, it's. I've got to play myself. Unless you want me, if you don't, I'm not going to be someone else. I don't know how to do that. So, yeah, but it, but it worked out. I and mean, we shot. I go out there and pitch stuff, and you know, you just kind of just bounce out. I mean, I was touring. That's again when you when you're touring a lot. You, I was never there anyway. Right. Um, so it, you know, we did. And there's a bunch of comics moving to Nashville now. A lot of guys are moving down, so it's starting to spread out a little bit, you know. But with that, isn't it? Because a lot of musicians did that too. I mean, musicians were always in Nashville, obviously, but uh, they hell, they made a television show that we loved out of it, right, Matt? That's true. It was called oh, Nashville. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, I, I still like that Highway 95. That is my favorite record label of all time, I and I hope was, to get signed with them one day. I think it was 65. Yeah. No, I think it's 95. 
Is it hey, Highway Nashville? Nine? Sixty-five. God damn it! Nashville. It is sixty-five. My apologies. Yeah. I, you know what? I I have dyslexia, but it's upside. It's up <laughs> up and down, not across. Uh, yeah. my, 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 so whenever I see nines, I think they're sixties. Sixties? Uh, I think they're sixties. Um, Chris Fairbanks is apparently taking over my mouth. Sixties um, for themselves. Barge, stop it. Barge, okay. Nate Bargatze is here. Uh, so, but uh, my question, Nate, though, is. So uh, a lot of pop stars then end up saying, hey, you know what? Nashville's a great place. That's where a lot of uh, your session musicians are these days. Uh, I'm going to go and live in Nashville. So a lot of guys left L.A. to move to Nashville. And then the musicians uh, started buying up uh, the property. So the property uh, prices went up. And now you tell me the comics are leaving uh, L.A. and New York and going to Nashville. Isn't that the same deal where it's no longer the, hey, we're getting a great price? Or is it still better compared to L.A. and New York? Yes. Hold on. My, hold on, my phone. Hold on, I'll tell you what happened. All right, what's happening? Is that Rory Scovel? Is Rory Scovel calling in? What just happened? I don't know. We got something something with his phone, though. We may have breaking news. There may be some sort of breaking news. There's no breaking news. I'm back. Sorry. But what happened? Are you are you going to a real estate website? What the? It's uh. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I, I can't bet. stop. Do you know what happened? I, I I think your headphones are connected to your computer and your phone at the same time. Uh, it's off. Now it's off my phone. So what was happening? You were hearing uh, this on your phone as well. It's dude. It's playing. It's so funny. Everything is playing in my phone except <laughs> this. I mean. It was uh, 500 things just went off. And I don't know what happened. I was hearing, there was like some, uh, we watched a UFC fight the other night. And so we had it on my computer. And I think that started playing. <laughs> so it was just replaying that. And then like a kid YouTube video. My daughter watches all these dumb kid YouTube videos. That's going, that's just another one. Just right. shooting off in the back. And it was just nothing that I heard. <laughs> uh, the last thing that I said was, please welcome Nate Bargatze. So did you hear anything after that? <laughs> Nate, the, the joke would be that that was uh, uh, hours ago. I don't know that he uh, can hear you. Oh, no. Nate, can you hear me? Oh, now we've lost Nate entirely. Oh, no. This is disastrous. <sighs> Hey, everybody. Uh, all right. Nate had a little issue. His phone attacked him or something, uh, which uh, kicked <laughs> uh, us all offline. Uh, now we're back. So uh, Nate, Nate's here. He's in Nashville. The uh, property uh, races are high because comics are moving there. Uh, that's what we learned. There's session musicians. There's a lot going on in Nashville. Um, yeah. Nate, uh, you are. I, first of all, you have a new podcast as well. Let's uh, give the title on that and then we'll get uh, past the plugs and all that bullshit. Uh, the Nate Land Podcast. Yeah, we're doing all things comedy, and uh, I do it uh, two co two comics in Nashville, Brian Bates and Aaron Weber, and uh, yeah, it's fun. It's just us talking. I mean, it's us talking about nothing. So I hope if you're on board with that, if you're, well, it's just you know, <laughs> we're not just on board. Down. We're not just on board with it. We've been doing it. For, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I'm a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> we That's invented it. Fan. You son of a bitch. <laughs> We are way, I know you're the one that's in, in, uh, started to pave this whole path for uh, guys like me to come and talk about nothing. So <laughs> uh, we owe it to you. You're welcome. And uh, before me, there was uh, morning radio. So it's not. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and so Nate's got that. Nate's got the special that you certainly got to check out. But Nate, I saw the uh, on the, uh, the Twitter machine that you, I don't know why I had to say it like that, like I'm distancing myself from it. I saw on Twitter, I think it was Twitter. That you are, uh, and I mock Burt Kreischer for doing this, but for some reason I won't mock you. Uh, you're doing the drive-in movie theater shows. I am. We did. I'm actually where I'm at right now, Ridgefield, Connecticut. This is the one we're doing tonight is uh, a tent and chairs in a parking lot. 
So it will be the closest to a comedy club, you know. But I've done two drive-in theaters. You can mock me for it. I mean, they're, Bert is perfect for them. Yes, he is, because uh, you, you can see him without a shirt from uh, any distance, right? You don't have to be up close for that. No, you can be parked the wrong direction, watch it in the mirror, rearview mirror. Uh, Probably better there. that way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we I'm doing, like, I think 20 of these dates, and it's uh, going around. I mean, it's kind of neat. I Here's how I looked at it. I wanted it to I want to experience all COVID has to offer. I want to hit all the sites. Let me go do the weird shows. Uh-huh. Let me sort of come out of this and we're normal. And in, hopefully we're normal. in 10 years, uh, we're doing comedy underwater. And I'm like, wow, I used to, I would love, I would be like, I miss those drive-in days. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how was the turnout for the, you, you say you done, you've done two of them. How, have, how, what's turnout and how does the audience, uh, are they close to each other? Do they wear masks? What, what's, walk me through it. They so the turnout has been we've done good. The turnout's been good where uh last night was pretty seventy five percent full, something's like three hundred and something cars. Oh wow. And yeah, it's a lot of cars and uh they have all like an area that they can park in and then so you come with your car and then you sit out in front of the car. Some people are wearing their masks, but some people are not because they're everybody's kind of spread out. I mean to drive in and you're some people just stay in their car and they listen to it on the radio. Uh, and then they sit there. You have people up front, probably 50 feet from you. So, and then you, you can know what, Nate, you cut out. It, How many, like Nate, you can kind of hear them. Yeah, you cut out a little bit. How many feet away are they? Uh, you got people like 50 feet is probably the closest to you. Maybe 60, you know. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty far away. So you can't hear, you can kind of hear them a little bit. But it's definitely weird. I mean, your timing is very weird. Because uh, you're really kind of just, uh, to your point, if you can't really hear them, you're kind of doing it the way that we used to when we were uh, young comics rehearsing in the mirror, right? You're just kind of, you anticipate what the timing will be. Is that uh, what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just kind of, you, you, you know, to say it and then kind of try to keep it at your own pace and then just trust that it's going good. I mean, that's, you know, you, you really wouldn't know if it's good or bad until you see people afterwards be like, oh, it was great or something. And what, you know, uh, you know, I watch a car drive away early. I mean, that guy. <laughs> Wait, that guy took off you. You're seeing uh, red lights as uh, as you're doing your act. Yeah, just headlights hit. You guy starts it and just pulls out and drives on. You're like, oh, all right. I, I have a I have a question about this. Uh, is there is there heckling in this kind of uh, kind of a situation? I have not experienced it. I mean, I, someone could honk and ruin everything. We had another car alarm go off, and that hurt. That ruined a joke. So. Uh, you know, you're going to have stuff like that. You know, they flash their lights. I mean, mine, I'm not a, I, I mean, I, I don't, I just kind of do my act. So I'm not a, super engaging and asking for a lot of, you know, f- feedback or stuff like that. You know, so I like Bert, I would imagine. I mean, they're honking probably the whole time. <laughs> I, I would imagine nonstop honking. And then, uh, you know, he probably takes, he probably adds shirts to, so he has more to take off. I would imagine from the distance. <laughs> Uh, they would have to do something. Uh, Bert Kreischer, one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my entire life. But boy, does he like not wearing a shirt on stage. Uh, yeah, it's his thing. He's doing it. So Yeah. I don't know how that falls under the heading of comedy, but uh, good for him and his uh, 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 big audience. Um, put a shirt on is what I'm saying, dickhead. Um, 
Uh, and then tonight's in a tent. Uh, so just like a, a regular show, uh, really like almost like a corporate gig, outdoor corporate gig. Uh, but hopefully they're yep. going to be distanced and so on and so forth. So you don't feel uh, uh, unsafe. Yeah, yeah, they are. And they got them, sit, you know, you sit with, with your group, I guess you came with, and then everybody's spread out. And we did another one in New Jersey in Monmouth Park where uh, they, they did the same thing. It's tables that are all spread out. And people like book the table. So if you have two people, you get a two table or four, mm-hmm. and then everybody's spread out, and you're all outside, and there is no tent over them. But that was uh, an amazing show. So yeah. I mean, they're starting to people are figuring it out. Good for you. And, and do you have an opening act on this thing, or is it just an evening with Nate Bargetzi? No, I have two opening acts. I do do that. I play a video on the drive-in skin drive-in screen. My dad's a magician. He does a trick on the the that we filmed. And so we show that as well. And uh, so we have, but I have two people and I, I think one back leg, I'll have three. I mean, you definitely want help. I mean, you don't want to be out there for an hour and 20 minutes. I mean, I'm trying to get an hour and then that's, that's, that's good. You're that's like, it. all right, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go around the horn. Nate Bar gets easier to get the new podcast called Nate land. I think I got that title, right? Um, And it's just, from what I understand, Matt, it's just guys talking. Yeah. It's just guys talking about whatever they want to talk about, like a lot of nothing. I think, uh, I don't think there's a future in that. I think you should have a structure. I don't. You should have a format. It should be highly produced. (laughs) What's that? Yeah. It should be highly produced with every moment. Uh, structured so that's what i recommend i i don't like this fly by the seat of your pants stuff i like to have an outline and hit those bullet points uh but good luck to you nate with this fly by your seat bullshit that you're gonna try good luck on that (laughs) i mean you know give it a go i didn't look i encourage people not to listen so (laughs) uh well you don't have to twist my arm i'm out Uh, in fact i'm not gonna lie to you i was at i was at your show in jersey i was the guy that was peeling away that was me kicking up rocks with my back tires i couldn't get out of there quick enough i I felt stupid. I was fooled by the magic trick, and I said, "I'm out." And then, yeah. Out. So the magician's not here. And that's what people get mad about. So he's not here. You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> we just show YouTube videos. That's the live show. It's just on YouTube videos. Then Smart. We get out. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh all right. Let me go around the horn. Oh, f- first, I got to give you the topic. Here's the topic. And Oliver and Matt, don't we have a, a theme song for this now? Oh shoot! Yes, we do. But I I failed to uh, cue it up. So give me one sec. Okay. I'll all right, check well, it. Why we actually have that? two. We have I, two different theme songs. Oh. Oh. And uh, I, one of them is from our friend Daryl Asher. I, I want to play the other one. Or maybe I should just play them both. What do you guys think? Uh, your call. Hey, you know what? Play one now and then play one when I go around to get uh, for the answers. Okay. Uh, there you go. Uh, here we go. Let me. Uh, I have to tap to download, I guess. Okay. See, I, and again, Nate, I know uh, this is all scripted. This Matt not being prepared for this. This is yeah. scripted. This is us being just sitting down with our buddies talking, like you're trying to fucking do. If I this is this is the structure I need. That's yeah. exactly right. If I had had this, we fought up. over that download line. Yeah. Like for an hour. Yeah. Some people said that no one downloads music anymore. It's all streaming. I was like, yeah, but this is how it works. You get get the email and then you have to download the file. All right. Here we go. Ready? All right. Here we go. That's not 
I agree with that song. <laughs> First of all, so give it up to Tyler Brubaker for sending that in. Thank you, Tyler, for sending that in. And and for doing a, a remarkably good uh, Elvis Costello impression, I'd say. Was it a bad one? <laughs> it sounds like it sounded like Elvis Costello to me. Do you think that he got Elvis Costello to do that vocal? Maybe. I mean, I think Elvis Costello is a, a fun guy. He likes comedy. So uh, maybe he uh, was willing to do it. He showed up there on that Larry Sanders show. He gets it. What was that weird game show that he was on? Uh, was he on it? What was the... What was, it, was it from England? Is it that know. one? There was. I just remember a wheel. There was a wheel that you had to spin. Oh man, Garen, look I that up if that. you could. Garen will look that up. It was like on VH1, maybe. Price is Right. What yeah. is that yes. basic of it? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Price is Right. Yeah, he hosts it. Spectacular spinning songbook. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that being the title, but. I like the idea of Nate being right, where it's just Elvis Costello, come on down, or, or Declan McManus, come on down, and he just comes running down, and everybody's got to pretend like it's we don't know who it is. I'm just here on vacation with my family. Oh, okay. Do you think he would be good at The Price is Right? I feel like... Do I, th I, I think he'd be one of the best. Really? You don't think he'd be good at The Price is Right? I feel like celebrities I mean, have no sense of what things cost, because oh, that's a good they point. don't go shopping. A gallon how, how much is milk? Yeah, exactly. Right. A gallon of milk. Or seventeen dollars and twenty three cents. <laughs> yeah. Or he only has like the British prices. Like he, that's useless to to a for an American game show. Yeah. So at the, what you're saying then is Nate's guess was horrible. That was a horrible <laughs> guess. Then. No, no. I mean, he could have hosted the British version of the Prices Right. That would have been interesting. No. What it looks like it is is that he he did it during his shows. He did do that during his shows where oh, he would spin it, that. and then that would be yeah. the uh, oh. the song. And that, he would play. That's what he would play, right? Had a, yeah. Yeah, a 20-foot wheel possibly reclaimed from The Price is Right. Oh. And the names oh. of songs from Costello back catalog. That's okay. fun. I guess that's See, all he had audience members come up and spin the wheel, and they would, yeah. yeah. I'd like to think then, based on that, to get that kind of fun, there's no doubt that he did the vocal on this uh, Oliver Trivia song. <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind. I've got my answer. That's all I needed to hear. So I've, I've had that, since, since I got that email, I've had that in my head for three days. <laughs> so catchy. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, Tyler, for uh, for that. All right, here's your topic, guys. And again, Nate, you're putting uh, you're writing down anywhere between zero and twenty five points. You don't reveal that until I ask you. Uh, your topic: bring on the books. Bring on the books. Bring on the books. That's your that's your topic. Bring on the books. I don't know what that means necessarily. I'll write down my bet based on that. Um. Mm. And uh, Nate, if, if, if anything's on our side, uh, I will not get this. Garen will come close. Elliot might get it, and Matt will get it. So that's yeah. the fun that we have here. <laughs> okay. Um, Nate gets is here. Nate, does uh, take a time uh, away from uh, golf? Well, I'm trying to, yeah, I do golf a lot. I'm trying to find something to write on. Uh, paper? What, what are you guys doing in Nashville these days? I'm in Connecticut. Oh, that's right. You're in Connecticut. So maybe paper is yeah. uh, uh, hard to find. I have a paper towel. I feel like, my, you know, my in-laws live in Connecticut. I, I feel like I should text them and say, like, if you can get to Ridgefield, when does the show start? Uh, I think it's 530. We're oh, doing, God. It's okay. for, only for older people. My comedy is for older people. Dude, do <laughs> I love the idea of a 530 show? Oh, do I love yeah. it. I think the audience likes it. Like, I think you people are like, oh, I'm done at seven. Yep. <laughs> yeah, go you have know? some dinner. Yeah, it's great. I uh, I worked a club once where they said, "Hey, we're thinking about doing a six o'clock instead of the ten thirty. Yes, I like I couldn't. They didn't even finish their their question, and I was all in. Yes, of course, I would rather six and eight than eight yeah. and ten thirty. Like, let's get out of here. Nine, we're done by nine thirty. 
Wonderful. That's a win. Two shows in and out. Yep. Done. That's back in the days where we performed indoors. We would do we'd do shows indoors back at one point, Matt. Oh, what? That's crazy. Yeah, you'd walk into like a bar or a tavern and there'd be a ceiling and people would sit very close to each other and you would perform on a stage not that far from them. Those days are gone. Yeah. That sounds like Now these guys are doing them out in a field. Yeah. What, Matt? Uh, and Elliot? I was saying that sounds extremely unpleasant, Jimmy. Oh, yeah, it's awful. Yeah, I'm surprised, fact, uh, I'm surprised people wanted to do it. Like, uh, I would think that people would be hesitant to go inside of a building just to watch comedy. There was I think a you're th- misunderstanding the language, Jimmy. I don't think that that's what people were doing. At no, all. that's I was I was one of the performers. I know exactly what was happening. We would stand mm. on the stage, and Nate's a performer too. We would be not literally not sometimes not even six inches from the audience. Oh, disgusting. I know. I now you have to sit on stage. On he's, had, he, he's been so successful, he's got stage. him on stage. Yeah. They were only, they were so small, we needed him on stage. Oh, but, I see. Different story. That yeah. will that will probably someday seem crazy to be like, because I, you know, there's, I've been to many US, uh, UCB shows where they probably were breaking uh, fire code <laughs> violations, but people were sitting on the stage like, uh, I, I was five feet from the performers uh, sitting cross-legged. That's, that's probably it, not going to happen anymore. When we did yeah. those match games at the UCB, and I would literally have to step over people to get to the other part of the stage, that's uh, insane. And uh, I mean, I'm with you, Matt. We're probably never going to get back to that. Although I, I'm told we're going to have a vaccine before the election. Good luck, everybody. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody wrote down their their guess, or not their guess, their number. They've written down number. their number. Yes. All right, Nate Bargatze's here. Uh, Nate, I, how often are you golfing, Nate? Uh, I try to golf. I mean, every day. Right now, I was at home during this COVID. I'm yeah, I kind of crazy. I mean, so I didn't lose my mind because uh, we had nothing to do, you know. Right. So I was trying to put that somewhere, and uh, so I, yeah, I play a lot. And you were you're a good golfer to begin with, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I would imagine playing every day has only improved your game. It's gotten better. Yeah, it's uh, so it's it's fun. Golf's a wonderful sport. It's a great sport. I think. Uh, for kids to learn, you're out there by yourself. If something goes wrong, it's your fault. You got to figure it out. It's a good lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you shooting these days, Nate? Uh, I'm shooting uh, 70s. Do you play? A lo- yeah. You play quite a bit, right? Yeah. No, shoot, not, I'm, uh, it used to be quite a bit, not oh, so much anymore. But uh, they, uh, I'm like a, between a three and four handicap. So I'll shoot 70s. Oh, you're you very know, good. You're 80. Right. You know, wow. My uh, my uh, my thing is, Nate, I will shoot 92 no matter what the course is. You put me on. Uh, yeah. You put me on winged foot. I'm going to shoot 92. You put me on a par three. I'm going to uh, shoot 92. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know why. That just seems to be it. Yeah. Uh, if I'm having a good day, maybe an 88. If I'm having a bad day, maybe 102. But mostly 92. And it's crazy. What it's good, though. It's listen, you get out there, you enjoy the fresh air. You have, you have some laughs with yeah. your buddies. That's what I look forward to. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's your question. Here's your trivia question. Uh, again, bring on the books as your topic. Get ready. And when I, I do not reveal these, of course, till I ask you for your answer. The question is, what book was banned in China for suggesting that animals... I don't know what this word is. Oh, talk. God, my son just... I, I, I literally need him to type these. These are... It's horrible. What book was banned in China for suggesting that animals can talk just like humans? What book was banned in China for suggesting that animals can talk just like humans? Uh, So write down your answer. There's a few options here. Yeah. uh, 
feel like uh don't think that was it though oh boy i've got a i you know what i'm changing my answer i'm changing my answer i i think i got a uh Oh, I'm very happy with I'm very happy with my answer for the first time in the history of this trivia game. I'm very handsome. I'm very handsome. You first are very handsome. Keep that. For Thank the you, first, Matt. For Thank the first you. Time I don't know how that it's, play. It's, it's the glasses. They really compliment your face. Thank you very much. And again, I got these just on. These were on Amazon. These came in a package of five reading glasses for about nine ninety nine. I want to say mm, they're very nice. They got uh, got a dark rim. Uh, one of them has a blue tint. One has a red tint. But I like these clear ones. I might have to uh, buy more of these because I don't. If I lose these. Uh, I've lost everything. <laughs> um, but, um, Nate, are you at the 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 point in your life where you have to use reading glasses? I'm. Uh, I had uh, LASIK. Okay. Uh, I'm 41, so uh, I'm probably close. You're close. They say LASIK should be fine, but reading could. Uh, I will go go. So, but uh, I'm, I'm right now. I'm. I've, I'm solid. Good. Enjoy I will it. tell you, Nate, that I had LASIK eye surgery probably 20 years ago. Um, and I still need reading glasses. I probably need a little touch-up. I probably have to go in and get a little uh, little touch-up on the uh, LASIK on my right eye. That's this mm. one. Um, all right, let's go around the horn. Let's check in with everybody. There's Garen Cockrell, the Never Not Funny Weather Desk, sponsored by popculturebeast.com and dogpile.com. Uh, Garen, what's the weather looking like up there? I, I, apparently, it's nice today, but tomorrow and, and Wednesday, it's going to get boiling hot here in Los Angeles. Here in uh, North Sherman Oaks, Jimmy, we have 91 degrees. Oh, it already is getting hot then. 91 yeah. uh, degrees. Uh, always fun to find that out. Uh, fun. <laughs> I may not know what the word fun means. Um, yeah, Garen, what happened over the weekend? What did you What did you and your buddies do? Uh, I watched some movies, um, some weird stuff, weird, weird stuff. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, like you love disaster movies. I have a secret love of shark movies. I don't know if you share that. I do like a shark movie. I like uh, whether it be a good or a bad shark movie. I like a shark movie. I got my hands on the Holy Grail of shark movies. I don't know if you guys can see this. Jaws five. Jaws, Jaws five. five. Put it in the middle. Put it in the middle. Cruel Jaws. Wait, uh, what? Yeah, it's an Italian uh, complete ripoff. It's horrible, but it's also amazing. Uh, it's. They call it the Jaws 5 in Japan, which is completely illegal because it's, it's illegal. not related to Jaws at all. But it's about a Navy. The Navy loses a shark that they designed to kill people, and it goes on a rampage. Great, <laughs> great fun. I love it. Is, is it subtitled? No, it's, it's, it's an Italian director who came here, shot it in South Florida or wherever. So it's got... There's some spots where, the, where the, they did ADR, and it's like completely off it's like 30 seconds later the dialogue pops up after the guy talks wow but it's it's st stupid stupid fun but you you enjoyed it that's all that matters oh yeah yeah enjoyed the hell out of it cruel what's it called cruel shoes cruel is it jaws. named after the c martin movie or the book <laughs> cruel jaws yeah, cruel jaws cruel jaws uh all right you watched that uh, there with your, with your roommates what'd you do you go splash around in the tub afterwards oh no i watched that i'm by myself and then i also watched have you heard of pandemonium I don't think I have, no. It's a slasher spoof. It's got Carol Kane, uh, Tom Smothers, Phil Hartman, Paul Rubens. Oh. It's stacked with cast. And? and? Terrible. Yeah. That's uh, Danielle's thing. Whenever we're looking for something, a movie to watch, like on Netflix or something, and you'll go, look at who, look at who's all in this. It's got Tom Hanks, and it's got this guy, and it's got this guy, and this woman, and this. And she's always like, if you haven't heard of it with that cast, you know that thing sucks. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's it's 
crazy. It's it's another so bad is good, but it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. It is. Um, uh, well, we wish you luck, Aaron, in finding better movies in the future. Uh, oh yeah, it sounds, gotta, sounds like you had a rough choices. weekend. <laughs> uh, yes, you got to make better choices. Uh, Garen Cocker, of course, celebrating his uh, eighth year with us as uh, our six-month intern. Um, Garen, what uh, do you have a guess on this? Bring on the books. I'm st- struggling between two. My gut wants me to go with one specifically, but my heart wants to go with a different one. Yes. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with Charlotte's Web. All right, Ooh. Charlotte's Web. That's got that talking spider on it. Her name is Charlotte, right? If I'm not mistaken, the one that we uh, so. weaves that web. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the pig? That's got that thing's got her name, right? Mm-hmm. Wilbur. Wilbur. Yeah. Wilbur. That's Wilbur. right. Wilbur. Oh, boy, did, why I sobbed like an idiot when I saw that movie the first time. That uh, the animated movie as a child. Oh boy, did I cry. Hmm. I cried and jumped into That's my mother's arms. What about the live action one in the mid '90s? That one mm-hmm. weirded me out. I want to say. <laughs> the one with like julia roberts is is the voice i think i right? think you're right is that right right was it was it made for television no it was in theaters i think i saw it, it in the theater yeah it was wow. L- dakota fanning right yep dakota fanning's in it yeah mm. it was also 2006 what <laughs> yep. oh my god that doesn't sound right <laughs> well what am i thinking of <laughs> babe i <laughs> maybe yeah, you're like why were you at that movie man? Like, yeah like, that's that's a year that you're like, I definitely shouldn't have been in that movie. I I'm shouldn't sorry. have been that. In 2006, I yeah. shouldn't have been in that movie. Wait, wait, wait Karen, uh, hold on. Charlotte's Web, 2006. Yeah, yeah, that's before the kids were born, Matt. And again, and, and little, after uh, I would just see every movie. Like like in the 90s, I worked in a movie theater and I would just see everything. So that would have explained why I would have seen it then. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's, okay. Not, there's not another Charlotte's Web? Not that I can see. Damn. It's the 73 cartoon. Yeah, that's the one. That's that's that aforementioned one that made me sob and jump into my mother's arms. (laughs) Yeah. What, uh, right? You cry at the end of Charlotte's Web. I can't remember a single thing about it, but I. Yeah. Well, I don't don't want to spoil anything, but there's there's, uh, some death. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, Garen, we wish you a lot of luck with that Charlotte's Web guess. Uh, We'll see how that plays. Against everybody else, I have, I have a feeling we're going to be going to uh, to the wages, wagers, wagers, uh, and wages. I think uh, we're going to look at everybody's pay stub. I think that's the best way to handle this <laughs> okay. here today. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, well, Garen, good luck. Thank you, sir. Uh, sir, wait, I feel like there was something else that I needed to ask you about, Garen. Was there something else that uh, was brought uh, up on the... I don't think so. All right. Well, good luck. I thought I saw something on Twitter that... Uh, uh, Somebody said, hey, remember this when Jimmy asks what you did over the weekend. But maybe I made that up. Oh, somebody did say that. What was that? Yeah. Oh, I remember. I went skydiving. If I know <laughs> how you fucking remember your weekend. Uh, Nate, Garen uh, will uh, very often not remember the important stuff he did during the weekend. So I'll go, hey, what happened this weekend? And we got to hear about these shitty fucking movies that he's seen. And then he'll go, oh, that's right. Yeah, I went and dove into a volcano. Like, and <laughs> doesn't uh, remember a lot. Well, Garen, if you think of it, uh, raise your hand. All right, I will. All right, let's uh, check in with the phone man. He's over there at uh, Video Village in Palms, California. That's Elliot Hochberg. Uh, why are Whoa. you the phone man? Why yeah. did that happen? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, it was just uh, one, one of the isolation files. I had uh, a bunch of phones in the background. And uh, then you call me the phone man. And uh, I like that. So I do see. like calling you the phone man. I think that's fun to call you. You also and did we- get a, a lot of phone calls a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week on the show. Yeah, yeah, there was a, there was, yeah. So I guess yeah. that makes sense. All right, good. but uh, I, I found that that with the with the Zoom thing, I can actually much more easily go and pick from past 
from past uh, titles. I think Garen, do you did you figure it out? Garen, did you figure it out? Yeah, I went to, <laughs> went to Santa Barbara. Dude, what the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> I don't know. You just spent five minutes talking about Jaws. Let me tell you how excited I was to watch that movie. It completely erased everything else I did. Yes, William and I went to Santa Barbara just for a quick jaunt because I've never been there. Uh, it was dark by the time we got there, so we just had sushi and then walked to the end of the pier and back, and that's about it. So uh, nothing too exciting happened, which is probably why I didn't oh, okay. think about yeah, it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but, but yeah, at least Santa Barbara. still you'd in the middle of a COVID and a pandemic, you think you'd remember going somewhere. Yeah, but you know why? Because it was just, a, it, it, it was, it, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You'd think so, but. So, so yeah. how'd that sushi work? Did you, it was takeout and you just ate it on the beach or something? It was, it was like, it was like downtown Santa Barbara's like kind of like downtown Santa Monica. It's the same Out, outdoor seating. Thing. Yeah. And they had outdoor seating and everything. It was, gotcha. it was late enough that there weren't a lot of people and mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't. I don't, I don't know, man. I felt I'm still not comfortable the doing time. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, but, so, how, so the sushi just went, you pushed it through the mask? <laughs> yeah. If that, you just, if you just cut a little slit in it, you just have to just do this and you well, just so insert gross. the sushi through the yeah. slit in the mask and then just fold it over. You'll be fine. Nothing yeah, to worry about. That's what I do when I'm eating that puss. All right. Now listen. Come on. Uh, come on. That's good stuff. Keep your mask on. Pandemic. What? Um, uh, Nate, don't do any of that on that new podcast of yours. Let's keep it clean. Let's keep it above board. Uh, Nate, are you in the green room at the venue that you're performing in? Or where are you at right now? We're doing a show full inside. No. Uh, I'm in. Yes. They sanitize these they just have these like dressing rooms so we could because i'm on a tour bus so we're i'm just staying on this bus and then they sanitize the room and stuff you wear your mask inside to get in i'm now alone and uh you know so all right because i i can't tell is that a is that a steamer thing behind you that you'd hang your little jacket on and steam if you wanted to yeah Yep, yep, yep. All right. Yep. But, you know, it's outside. We're not, I'm not doing all that stuff, you know. I, well, you know what? You still, I still like to see you wrinkle-free. I don't care if you're inside or out. Let's, uh, you show up with wrinkles. I'm going to uh, write that in my Yelp review. That's true. I'm not a fan of wrinkles either. Uh, but, yeah, I've been wearing a jacket. I zip it up. So, you know, it gets chilly. I understand. Night, so. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. Are you, uh, eating at, are you eating at restaurants on the road, Nate, or are you getting food delivered to you? How's that work? We're getting uh, a lot of it delivered to the bus and then we just eat it on the bus. And then last night, the place had a grill on the guy grilled burgers. Oh, and so we nice. got that. But they have some of these restaurants are open. I mean, they, it's all, they all, like, we went in, we did go to one because we were on Cape Cod. And they have uh, plexiglass between the table. You're sitting like a table distance and there's plexiglass all kind of around you. Hmm. Uh, I like that. Yeah. I think, I think I, I think yeah, it was I, nice. Yeah, it's, uh, what, uh. Uh, Matt, he was mentioning his tour bus. Uh, do you know anything about the wheels on that bus? Uh, I'm being told they're, they're going around and round. Thank you very much. Okay, keep me posted if you know anything else about that bus. I understand <laughs> the wipers have something to do, and uh, that driver's got a lot to say, doesn't he? <laughs> Get on back. Yeah, that guy's, uh, I don't like the way he's rude, uh, right? I know where to go. You don't have to yeah, remind me. It's like uh, Nate hired him to drive the bus for this tour. You'd think he'd right. be a little more polite about it. But he's, he's just like, Get good. on back. He says, get on back. And he, and he says, I will say he does have some nice rhythm the way he says it, though. Sure. Um, as a reminder, the rhythm's going to get you when tonight. Uh, Elliot, anything happened over the weekend uh, in Palms, California? Did you go to Hawaii and uh, <laughs> that you wanted to talk about, or did you watch a movie? <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of excitement 
uh, the, from this weekend. I will tell you the the one thing that happened. I mean, I, I use the word happened. It's probably a strong word. Yes. But uh, <laughs> but for my birthday, uh, I ordered myself a new trash can. Happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Good for treat you. Yourself. You know what? Treat exactly. That's, I thought, that's exciting, though. I, I get excited when you, even if you buy something stupid like that, it's exciting. Yeah. What and is it, it came like? in this giant box because it's it's not a it's not a giant trash can, but it's a it's an it's it's a side by side. It's got two. Yes. Keep talking. Trash. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> and so so it's you know it's uh, I don't know I can't show you how wide, but it's and so the box is wider, so it actually looked like I was getting like an appliance of some sort. Did you, uh, uh, Elliot? Is it a foot activated or is it a yes, wave it your is. hand activated? It's a foot. I went. I went. Uh, I did not go high tech. I mm-hmm. like to keep my trash low tech. I yeah, trash don't need uh, sensors. That's that's too much. Plus, plus when you do that, it kind of goes. Yeah, <laughs> the the foot pedal. I, I I've had them break, but over after years of use, but it works. Let's not mess with uh, the with foot success. pedal. Is uh, tried and true. Yeah. Yep. And I got uh, a spot that it fits right in, right right across from the kitchen door. So when I'm doing my stuff, I can just. It was the reason I was having a trash can in my kitchen, and that was getting in the way. Mm-hmm. But there's a spot right on the other side of my door, opposite the kitchen. I could just go right over there. It's it's right there. It's ready to go. Very convenient. <laughs> Nate has like a look it. on his face like he's deciding if he yeah. wants to cancel his own podcast. <laughs> no, I guess we do talk about some stuff. <laughs> 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 <I> was, <laughs> a little prep uh, isn't too bad. For the record, I mean, a little happens. <laughs> for the record, I I also agree that this is nothing. I think yeah. it's a big it's a big deal. It's a big day. Uh, but I would ask you to please because uh, I'm having trouble picturing where you put that trash can. Can you send me the blueprints of your apartment so that I can have the layout and so I know exactly where that trash is going? You've got one of those sure. 360 cameras. Give us a virtual yeah. tour of the trash can. I would like sure. to see where that goes. Uh, I do like the side by side. I've never been. Uh, more jealous of uh, you in my life. Uh, <laughs> and yes, I could leave this podcast right now. I would have Bad Bath Beyond and one-up you, but I won't. I'll let you have this. I, we don't Thank have you, that Jimmy. either. And I guess it's because I always feel like that that recycling side is going to fill up too fast. But mm-hmm. we So we just have a bin next to our trash for recycling. And then that fills up too fast. So what's the difference? Why don't I just do it? I, I'm with you. I, and I have the same argument with myself every single time. That Like, well, that's going to fill up too fast. But that's going to be a pain in the ass. But then we have two and the same. So maybe it's because it, like putting like a cardboard box into that shape of a trash right. doesn't make sense. It just does. It's not going to work. Got to yeah, fold I don't, it up. I don't, I don't use it for. I use it mostly for uh, for bags. Bags will go in that. Uh, still bags from like uh, vegetables or mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, cardboard cardboard doesn't go in there. That's, I don't put the boxes big. in there either. My wife tries to put the cardboard boxes in there, and it uh, that takes up everything. Then there's no room for everything else. So yeah. keep that aside. I mean, if you had like a, like I, I get like pot pies, you get a cardboard box from a frozen pot pie and yeah, you could squish that up and you could throw that in there. As a reminder, Jimmy Pardo classic, uh, pot pie is just soup of the roof. That's a Jimmy Pardo <laughs> classic right there. You're welcome. It's like ice fishing, guys, except there's no fish and there's no ice. So think before you speak. Um, by the way, somebody, uh, some guy on Facebook uh, quoted that joke, uh, said pot pie is just soup of the roof and uh, got 133,000 shares out of it. Did he, did, did he credit did, you? Did not give me credit. In fact, our buddy Matt Fugate said, hey, look at this guy ripping off your act. And uh, I, uh, he got more shares than I get when I uh, say anything. Well, and that guy was Dane Cook. Yeah, yeah I probably should point that out. Uh, he took my essence. 
What, um, uh, Elliot, do you have a guess on the book thing here? I do. I have, I have two. I'm going to go with my original gut feeling, but the reason why I think it's probably wrong, even though I'm going to still say it, is that I think there are plenty of other reasons why China would ban this book. I but I'm going to go with Animal Farm. Yeah, that was, that's, yeah. I crossed Animal Farm out and then to write down what I wrote down. That was my uh, other guess. Yeah. I think there's the two guesses, right? Animal Farm and. Well, there is uh, another one. Ah, let's not reveal what that is yet. Bargazzi hasn't opened up his mouth yet. Yeah. <laughs> right? Look at him right uh, now. Do not I yet, do it Nate. Now? No, not oh. yet, Nate. You just keep dreaming about uh, uh, chipping and putting. Just go back to thinking about being out there with the wind in your. Uh, 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 I'm getting to play tomorrow. What are you going to uh, play with? Uh, Columbus. So I'm friends with Jason Day. And so I'm playing with him tomorrow in uh, Columbus, Ohio. You're so playing with PGA great Jason Day? I am. Uh, we got to be friends with him. And it's very fun uh, to get a, you know, I mean, to play with someone that good. Uh, it's awesome. So we go play. Uh, we're stopping in through Columbus because our driver has to, we can make it from Connecticut to there in the allotted time. And then we will have a, a little stop there and I'll go play with him and then go head back to nashville well that's exciting right you're gonna get out there on the probably a nice course too right probably a jason day uh allowed in yeah. course the double eagle it's a it's top 100 course it's a private course in columbus and uh they have no tee times and they average five rounds a day so nobody's out there jesus wow wow so you're gonna have the place to yourself you're gonna walk it you take a cart what do you do with the jason day they take a cart. if you ever play with the guys that have to walk for a living they they don't want to do it alone. Right, that makes sense. Um, well, well, have fun. That sounds great. Have you played that course yeah. before? I have. Yes, you have played just for his turn. I met him through his uh, like charity event, mm -hmm. and that's how we kind of became friends. So I played it just in a scramble format, uh, never you know straight up. So I'm gonna be yeah, it's all, it'll be exciting. Boy, you're a good. You know, have you done? Obviously, you have, Nate, because your your score is. Uh, have you been the celebrity in a uh, like in a pro am? Have you been the the uh, there's four guys and then you're the, the celebrity for the day yes i've done a bunch of, i've never done a big one i mean i'm trying i want to do that at&t that's the you know i think the mecca to get to, into that as a golfer uh but yeah i've done the most of, but i mean i did them i mean people don't know like i had a guy so I, I host a festival in my town for my high school i didn't go to college my only alumni is my high school so i we do a thing it's called the nate bargetsy uh golf tournament and this guy comes up to me and just goes, "What's up, man? You still you still doing comedy?" He's at a festival called after me. <laughs> <laughs> like I somehow got it, not being in comedy. Like I just was like, "Nah, I left comedy, but I'm in real estate now, and I've got my own festival." He just didn't believe it. He's like, "Are you still bouncing around?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I poke around here and there." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And then you took an iron out of your bag and hit him across the fucking nose because, oh, oh what a dickhead. Um, love it. The Nate Bargetsy. Is it the Nate Bargetsy Comedy Festival? Is that the name of the... Uh... No, no. It's a, it's, a, it's a golf tournament. It's a celebrity golf tournament for my high school. Right, Just man. a tournament. Yeah. I, I conflated two different things. My apologies to you and yours. Uh, and that guy. You know what? I'm going to apologize to that guy, too. You know yeah. what? I'm beginning to think he was right. There's hey. no evidence. There's no evidence you're, he, you're doing comedy. None. I get it. I'm <laughs> yeah. on board with what he said.
I love uh, that. I was taking a picture with the kid to that was excited to meet me. It was right? a world of the whole thing was just wonderful. Just to, like that's what the comedians have to deal with is one person super excited and the other person questions if you did you keep going? Right. That's what he asked. <laughs> God, there was that. There's nothing. As I said, when I finally did the Tonight Show with Jay Leno, I was just grateful that I could shut all those people up. They were like, you still doing it? I go, yeah, I'm still doing it. Never do the Tonight Show? No. Well, keep trying. And even though my Tonight Show sucked wind, man, <laughs> I could say, uh, you ever do the Tonight Show? Yes. Oh, great. Then that ends that fucking conversation. So, yeah. uh, I, boy, do I get it, Nate. Oh, do I get it. Uh, Nate Bargetzi is here. I'm going to say Bargetzi now. I feel like I'm part of the family that I could say at the incorrect. Oh, we'd love to have you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Nate. Love yeah. to do it. Let me know when that golf tournament is in t- uh, 2022. I'm already happy to uh, come down to Nashville and do it. Come on down. You can play. If you ever come to Nashville, you can play with me. Where I'll take you out. Um, uh, we're just going to play socially distance. You play a whole head of me, and then uh, we'll get out there. Well, it seems like uh, that's too distant. Seems like we're not uh, doing it at all together. Uh, I'd like to go now. Two hmm. holes. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! All right. Yeah. Wow. I guess yeah. you want to keep going, Jim. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are you cool if we just don't do it at all yeah. and I just play eighteen in front of you? That's three holes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got we got one for Animal Farm. We got one for Charlotte's Web. Yeah. Matt, I got to guess. Uh, assume you're guessing Charlotte's Web. That's uh, based no, on no. Uh, I, you're going I, Animal Farm. I'm going Animal Animal Farm because it was my first thought. And then I thought, well, it could be Charlotte's Web. And I thought about what Elliot said. I had that same thought about, well, there's plenty of other reasons why they would ban it. But uh, I guess I decided maybe they were banning it for a lot of reasons. But that the, what they publicly stated the reason was, was that it was because the animals were talking, even though it was right. probably more political. Uh, and, and mostly I just want to go with my first thought because it could be either. It could be something else. It could be... Uh, you know, I don't know. There's lots of books with animals talking, isn't there? I mean, there's all. Uh, well, the there's that Mr. Ed. That was a, they made that into a TV show. That's right. <laughs> so there's that. I, I've now got two other options in my head. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What about you ever see Cruel Jaws? I hear the shark might talk in that <laughs> with an Italian accent. <laughs> wow. That's an Italian shark. What do you think? Maybe it's the novelization of Mr. Jaws, that song. Professor. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Mr. Jaws. That's on Jimmy Bar- Jimmy's Records and Tapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the very first episode, 1975. Season two, right around the corner. Man, probably not till November, but good luck to everybody. Um, Matt, anything happened over the weekend? Anything uh, fun? The family do anything? Uh, we went swimming again in our boy. weird uh, situation where we get our own section of a pool. Uh, the public pool is sectioned off and we get to splash around for 45 minutes. I love it. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, even though I, I don't, I love to, I love to have something to do, honestly. And it's fun to like, this, we, we finally realized, Hey, we should bring like a ball to throw around or something with the kids. Um, but I always feel horrible after I swim in a pool. It's like it messes up my sinuses, my face, even though it's not like it's not from the sun, but it's something about the chlorine just makes my face feel like everything's like I've been burnt or like I've been. I don't know what it is. Hmm. It's uh, but I, I still do it because I want to <laughs> I want to have something to do. Yeah. And uh, uh, so that was the big excitement of the weekend. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. You get the kids out there. You splash around a little bit. You get uh, your chlorine uh, allergy acts up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Do you think I'm allergic I, to chlorine? Is that what it is? That's what it sounded like to me. And I'm, but I should tell you this: I am not an expert in this topic. Uh, I mean, it, this. It, it's either that or it's just like being going underwater and getting it up your nose is just aggravating to to your sinuses, no matter what, right? I had yeah. a buddy that was in a high school, and his teacher put a garden hose up his nose. <laughs> what? Oh no! Was, yeah. Oh my God! Was this uh, it, but back in New York, right? Uh, yeah, back in New York. I want to. I want to even say maybe Brooklyn. I okay. want to say I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but my buddy had. Uh, 
He had Gabe Cotter as a, as a teacher, and apparently he would mouth off, and he would go, hey, up your nose with a rubber hose. And they would say garden hose sometimes. They would have some fun with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds, uh, I mean, you wouldn't get away with that these days, I'll tell you that. Well you, well, you know what, though? He was teaching a bunch of misfits, so these guys, they needed yeah. to be handled like this. I think uh, I think in the modern day, uh, they, they would, those guys would have been considered uh, special needs, maybe? or uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know if they would have. I don't know if they were <laughs> I don't know. special <laughs> needs kids. Remedial, perhaps? Remedial, maybe? Yeah. I, thought, I guess they were remedial then. They uh, needed, really? they, but, they, but you want, you don't, uh, you don't, you don't yell at them for being stupid. <laughs> I do. That's the only way to get through to those people. You yell at them. No, they just need. Well, to. but don't you think that the part of it is just because he had to go back to where he came from before? That had a lot to do, but, but they welcomed him back though. We know that. Yeah. I just realized that's basically like AP bio is basically welcome back Cotter. Yes. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> weird. But flip flops because those kids are geniuses. Oh, that's right. true. Have you watched the new season of AP Bio, by the way? We we don't we can't get Peacock. We uh, the what do you mean the Fire Stick uh, is not allowing oh, it. Oh no! I'll tell you what. It's weird as hell. This new season. It's like uh, it's like they've completely it, you know like it was on NBC, got canceled. Then they were like, all right, we're gonna bring it back and put it on Peacock. And it was almost like the writers were like, okay, well, if that's what it's going to be, we're going to just like make this show a fucking fever dream. Like nothing makes really? any sense anymore. There's a character, actually our friend Lyric Lewis, her, her, her character, and maybe her in real life is pregnant. And uh, it takes them like five episodes to even address it. She's just like super pregnant for five episodes. Well, you, Matt, there's, it's, sometimes you say, are you pregnant? And then the person isn't pregnant. And then you're, it's an uncomfortable conversation. Well, so maybe I, they, they had to fork that out for five. five maybe, the, maybe they didn't know and they didn't want to say yeah. anything. And it was just, yeah. everyone was just on, on eggshells the whole time. You, you go ask her. We got to know. We got to write into the script. I'm not asking her. But <laughs> right? yeah, it's, uh, there's a, there's a whole episode where you find out the janitor is a, is a secret, uh, well, wait, don't program. tell us. I want to see it. We're going to, we're okay. gonna, uh, hopefully they're going to, uh, Oliver, Oliver's never been more excited about a show coming back and he's, uh, he's bummed out that we can't get it yet on the fire stick. Well, but they're working he, out the, the, the uh, details. If, 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 if push comes to shove, he could watch it on his iPad or something. Uh, that's true. Uh, uh but I, I will say, uh, look forward to Ron Funches as the janitor. Very funny. Okay. I will do that. Uh, Ron's got a smiley face. We welcome him. <laughs> <laughs> right he's always smiling ron funches is always smiling that's, true. that's his that's his brand right <laughs> yeah he smiles as much as that kreischer takes off his goddamn shirt <laughs> it seems like you're you're reducing everyone to one little thing about their act <laughs> really just reducing if they did a show together that's what it would it would just be smiling and the guy with the shirt on <laughs> right no shirt and smiley yeah. right and then it's, you know it's bert yelling and screaming and ron just smiling at the antics um, all right, so uh, Matt, you went with Animal Farm. Is that what you settled on? I sure did, and I, all I, right. I'm looking forward to, to it being something that none of us thought of, and we're all going to be mad. Well, we'll yeah. find out. Uh, I, I too, uh, as and I'll get to Nate's in a second here. I did say Charlotte's Web, as I mentioned. I initially said Animal Farm, and then here's my thing. I thought you're all gonna you're all gonna say Animal Farm, so I'm gonna go with Charlotte's Web and be the one oddball. That's what I thought, and then Cockerel screws it all up <laughs> by going with it out of the box. Um, and uh, so that was my thinking. Although I do think it's Animal Farm. I really believe it's Animal Farm. Now I yeah, think it's probably. Charlotte's Web, though, because I think the story is better if it's like, can you believe China banned Charlotte's Web, this completely harmless book, right. be- just because the animals talked? Like, that's a better, like, funny anecdote or, or whatever piece of trivia than just like, you know, that political book by George Orwell? 
it got banned, but it was because the animals talked. Like, I don't know. It doesn't Well, we'll like find it. out. Uh, I have the answer right here, and we'll get to it. Uh, but let's go. Nate Bergetzi is here. He's taking time away from the golf links. He's hanging out with PGA golfers. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the best. This guy's a two or three handicap. This guy, is, uh, this guy hits him, and he hits him far. And when he putts, he putts him right in the hole. This guy knows how to play the game. Uh, Nate, I'm not wrong. You did do the Conan golf outing once, did you not? I did. I did it a few times. You uh, did. Were you- yeah, I hosted. Uh, oh, that's right. You filled you in for me. Yeah. You weren't there, so I had to give the awards out. And someone won. They shot like a 49. And you're like, all right. I don't know if I believe that. You yeah. know, you always have some team come in where you're like, all right, dude, you can't. There's no way. Even though scores are low, 49 is. Right. They're, yeah, they're I- eagling everything. It's pretty wild. I think there's some cheaters out there. There's one team that consistently shoots a, a score that, like, there's no way you're double eagling three holes. There's just no way. I don't care how many uh, great shots you all had. There's no way you got a two on that par five. There's just no fucking way. They uh, did. Uh, they did a scramble on uh, Golf Channel with four golfers. They I mean, they didn't shoot that. They didn't right? shoot that low. Like they did, They're gonna. You're gonna miss. No one's getting. Not everybody's like having a tap in. Someone's gonna miss a. 10, 15 foot putt. But, Agreed. Yeah. Uh, for for uh, those of us who don't remember much about golf, uh, is, a, is a scramble game, is that the one where you all shoot and then you take the best one and then you all shoot from there? Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, there's several ways to do it, but that's the most common. Yes. Um, yes. You'll, or you'll take the best drive and then uh, you all hit, you play the rest of the round on your own. That's one form of a scramble. Uh, right, Nate? Am I right? One of them is. Yep. Uh, a shamble is a, you take it. your best drive and then you both play your own ball, that's which is a very fun way to play because then you can kind of play your own game uh, and, you know, and then see at least some kind of score. But you're still shoot good if you do that. Yeah, uh, that's a shamble. And uh, we uh, there's also the scramble. And then, uh, of course, then you got the Fraser a- theme. <laughs> yeah. Is there also uh, a stumble? There's not... <laughs> I know we're supposed to yes and, but I just thought it'd be better yeah. just to stop that conversation. Right that's that's, about. Yeah, that's <laughs> far enough. All right. We made enough jokes. About You're that. the conductor of this show. You have to make those choices. <laughs> what? Uh, hey, Nate, uh, this podcast that you do, are you guys doing it via Zoom or are your two buddies? Do they join you in a studio somewhere? How's it working? They do. They join me in my house. And so they're, we're all together. We do the, I don't know, you take your temperature. They all have uh, 65 degrees every time we take it. Uh, so they're good. <laughs> All right. uh, but they we know we, we've all been together and they we kind of i know where we're all at right and so we do it at my house and are, uh so we you know yeah are these the same fellows that open for you on the road on this tour they're not doing this leg trying to mix it up trying to get COVID. so uh <laughs> trying to spice things up a little bit uh-huh uh but then they, they will be on the next uh leg of it so uh, you know and ours is we do have we talk about you know, we talk. My dad. We talked about magic last time. Uh, we talk about grocery stores. We kind of just pick something and then like try to learn the history of it, how oh, that's the fun. present, the future. You know, and then just try to give us something to talk about. And we read a lot of the comments from people and uh, to open every show because they, you know, so they can tell us that we're wrong uh, the right. whole time. And that's fun. That's a good time. So yeah, we used to read yeah. the comments on this show, and that lasted about one episode, I think. I think that's uh, <laughs> back at the dining room. We went. Uh, we're not going to do this again, right? Really? No, we're not. Uh, uh, they, sh- they shouldn't have this much input. Uh, mind your business. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, as I've always said, listen or don't listen. Those are your two fucking options. Uh, Nate, uh, you brought this up. What are what is the future of the grocery store? What do you what 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 what'd you guys find out? Uh, there, well, there you're going to either have scanners where you're scanning them as you put the grocery in. So I mean, going to checkout is going to be almost done. It's like stuff like that, and uh, I mean, shipped ordering stuff sent to your house. Right. You're not even going to really be going to it. Uh, Amazon, you can you know. So it's like that kind of that kind of grocery shopping. And I guess if you want fresh fruit or vegetables and that stuff, there'll be places to go for that. But yeah, it's going to be do it. I mean, do it yourself. There's a uh, Walmart. I mean, Walmart has like a robot that rides around. I forget what he did, but it it, it, it kind of goes through the store. Uh, really? I don't know what he's doing. He might be shopping. Might he might be live shopping. in the neighborhood. You know, you know, might so. be very well be. Uh, but i yeah i forget i should have brought it up because i've completely forgot what his point is yeah but he's there you know <laughs> I, I, I believe you i'll take your word for it uh what uh matt i have a feeling i know what this text is uh yes i was just going to do that right here uh and right now uh all right before we get nate's answer uh we got to take our second break and then we'll come back we'll get nate's answer we'll find out the actual answer we'll figure out if anybody won any money here somebody's gonna win the money we know that uh, but who will it be? Who will it be? We'll get Nate's answer. Hopefully find out more about the future grocery stores right after this. Hey, guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Nate Bargatze's on Twitter at Nate Bargatze. And you can check out his uh, Netflix special, The Tennessee Kid, on, you guessed it, Netflix. Also, check out his new podcast. It's called The Nate Land Podcast from All Things Comedy. That should be entertaining and fun as well. Uh, everything Nate, Nate does is great. Actually, go back to Yelled At By A Clown. That's his first album produced by AST Records. Uh, you can find that wherever you get uh, music, uh, whether it's Apple Music or Spotify. That's a fun album, too. Fun fun hour of comedy, so check it out. Jimmy Pardo's doing some fun comedy at uh, Flappers in their Zoom room. That's October 16th. And uh, you can go to flapperscomedy.com to get tickets to that. You know the drill. He'll be doing some uh, crowd work, some talking to the crowd, uh, taking requests, telling stories, all that fun stuff. But first, Podcastathon 2020, the virtual edition, remote style. We're doing it on 10-10-2020. That's October 10th, noon to 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, please go to nevernotfunny.com. You can actually donate now and learn more about uh, Givy, which is the app we're using to uh, do the auctions and take donations. So go to nevernotfunny.com and click the uh, Podcastathon 2020 link. There's actually two links, one for donating and one just about the show. But uh, that's where you'll watch it, and that's where you can donate. Uh, we're raising money for Smile Train. Going to have tons of great guests and music and fun stuff like that. So tune in on the 10th, noon to 6 p.m. Pacific time. Enjoy. Matt, I'm going to quote my... Listen, I've told you, they're one of my favorite bands. Aha. Yeah. They have a song called Hunting High and Low. You know, I'll be hunting high and low. They do it better than that. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I know that you and I do the same thing. We hunt high and low to find 100% grass-fed, finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, and uh, for Danielle, uh, wild-caught salmon. It's hard to do that at the grocery store, isn't it? Well, especially now when you don't really want to maybe be in a grocery store for a prolonged period of time uh, hunting around. You want to limit your indoor uh, time with uh, strangers. And uh, so I, you know, I just go butcher box. Uh, just forget it. Let, let them bring the meat to me. You know what? You, you nailed it. Luckily, today's sponsor, Butcher Box, believes everyone deserves high quality, humanely sourced meats. Butcher Box couldn't be easier. You just sign up, you select your box, and they ship it right to your door every month. And when you sign up right now, you get their steak sampler with six grass 
fed grass finished steaks. Nice. Because the best steak night is free steak night, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. That, boy, do I love steak. I have not had a steak. Uh, and maybe ButcherBox will solve this problem for me, but I have not had a steak since this pandemic started. Oh, my because God. Because of, uh, you know. Yeah. You're not going to restaurants and uh, you don't like cooking meat in your house. That's right. But when I do go to a restaurant, I get a steak because I don't uh, generally uh, get that at the home. But I, now ButcherBox will solve that problem. Every month, ButcherBox is going to ship a curated selection of high quality meat right to your home. No added antibiotics or hormones ever. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat. That's enough for 24 individual meals. Now, that could be 12 days. Maybe you want to do lunch and dinner with mm-hmm. that. Maybe you want to do uh, spread that out over 24 meals. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe if there's bacon involved, you're bringing in breakfast into the mix. Maybe there's 12 people in your house and that's just two dinners. Well, that's a great point. That's a, well, that's a lot of, that's a lot of people. Are you running an orphanage? <laughs> I'm taking, uh, I'm t- taking people in. It's mostly, mostly uh, wild dogs, but uh, they love the, they love the steaks too. I mean, you, you should see them when the steak starts cooking, they go crazy. Oh, I would imagine. And, and by the way, I know that, uh, that that song wild dogs by Duran Duran scares you. So I don't, I'm, I'm glad that we're moving on from that quickly. Wild, wild dogs. Wild dogs always bark. All right, listen, you can customize uh, your box or go with one of theirs. Either way, you're going to get exactly what you want i say it again it is a no-brainer it's the best meat shipped right to your door which means one less trip to the grocers and you got options like 100 grass-fed and finished beef as i mentioned the organic the free-range organic chicken the heritage pork the wild-caught alaska salmon and sugar slash nitrate free bacon yeah baby that's the best it's the way meat should be man mm-hmm. it's the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy humanely raised meat from butcher box you get the highest quality meat for just about six bucks a meal and they even have free shipping nationwide except alaska and hawaii but alaska's covered they got the salmon right there man <laughs> yeah just step outside your door and uh, stick your hand out the salmon jumps into your hand in fact they can't wait to get into that uh, griddle is that how you do a salmon <laughs> griddle sure that's one way uh now listen for a limited time new members get six free grass-fed grass-finished steaks when they go to butcherbox.com pardo now let me break that down for you matt you're going to get two new york strips mm-hmm. and four top sirloins added to your first box for free nice act quickly this offer is only good through cyber monday that is six grass-fed grass-finished steaks for free in your first box just go to butcherbox.com pardo that is butcherbox.com pardo b-u-t-c-h-e-r-b-o-x.com pardo Butcher box. A better way to meet. Matt, let's talk about our buddies over there at Quip. They got this great new flossy thing that I want to talk about with yeah, you. Yeah, let's talk about it. It's very cool. Now, listen, these you see these plastic floss picks and stuff. I, I Admittedly, I have them in my car, and then uh, you got to throw them away, and it just mucks everything up. Uh, you know, the, uh, Quip has this new thing that you and I were talking about before we started uh, talking uh, uh, with microphones in front of our faces. Yeah. And uh, how cool this thing is. It's very cool. It looks like, uh, at least notice that it, it kind of looks like an earbud case, like uh, like you have uh, your Raycons or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a little bigger, but it's 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 got a cool snapshot, like almost, a, I think it's a magnetic snapshot case. Uh, and then on the inside, you've got the 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 holder, and then this thing, you just, you, you pop, you press the Q on the holder, and it opens up the, the mouth of the guy, and then you snap down grab your floss, snap it shut, and then you pull and and uh, cut off that little segment. And then you're only using that amount of floss, just the amount of from, from point A to point B on the grabber. And you're not wasting floss. You're not wasting reusable plastic uh, doodads. 
and uh and then that that the spool underneath is easily replaceable too so uh it's, it's great it's genius it's also fun. It's fun <laughs> it to is. everything you just described is fun to do. Yeah. And, uh, and you kind of look forward to flossing, which I think we could all agree. Nobody looks forward to flossing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. So you get it in there. You press that cue. You open it up. You get in there. You cover it down. And then before you know it, you're flossing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you're singing a song, man, with, with fresh teeth. <laughs> uh, now, listen, you know, Quip, it's the electric toothbrush that we talk about all the time. It's got the sleek uh look well now they got the sleek reusable floss pick that you'll want next uh as we mentioned it's got a durable handle uh that is easy to guide restrings with a click comes with a compact mirror you forgot to mention the mirror matt oh yeah inside the case is a little mirror so a little if mirror if you're out on a date mm-hmm. right if we're ever out of this covid you're on a date and you go i got a little something you pop that up and you got a little mirror right there you get up in your face mm-hmm. uh it's got the single refill pod that replaces over 180 single-use plastic flossers so it's better for your teeth and the environment all right, so this is, uh, let me tell you this. If you're not a pick person, Quip also has a refillable floss string that expands to clean. Pair your floss with the perfect electric toothbrush. Uh, Quip has the simple guiding features you like. Uh, it's got the timed uh, sonic vibrations. Uh, you can personalize your routine with over nine premium brush colors. Matt, you were talking about uh, making them of those soccer team colors that you like, your your Quip brush. Yeah, well, because uh, now I have the black handle with the because it has the Bluetooth sync thing. So that they have Quip has an app which lets you track your brush progress and and actually earn rewards, which is pretty cool. Um, but the handle on that one's black. So I was thinking if I could get a gold top part with the black handle, that would be like LAFC black and gold. But uh, now I just got a, 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 a just one of my regular replacements. So now now mine's black and white, which also looks pretty cool. Uh, so uh, I, I'd like to talk about this further with you off the air. But the point is this: <laughs> okay. uh, Quip is uh, fantastic. We all use them. Everybody here in my family uses them. Over there, the Bellnaps use it. We like the Quip, and now we like this Quip Floss as well. Uh, you got as Matt mentioned, it's got that uh, that new app, the free Quip app that you can get. Uh, so you can get amazing rewards like free products and discounts uh, as you track and coach better oral health habits two minutes a day, twice a day. Uh, Quip also delivers brush head, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the store. Uh, bring delight to your everyday brushing and join over 5 million mouths brushing with Quip starting at $25. Now, here's your CTA. If you go to getquip.com slash pardo right now, you will get your first refill free. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash Pardo, and you will get your first refill for free. Uh, Quip has better oral health made simple. Getquip.com slash Pardo. Uh, again, I use it. Matt uses it. I'm now using this new floss thing. I'm on board with Quip. I'm on board with the app. I like everything about Quip. I'm a Quip guy, Matt. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'll Quip all day. Uh, well, it's quip this, quip that, quip everywhere you want to go. Quip, quip McDonald had a farm. If you get uh, go to getquip.com slash Pardo right now, get your first refill free. Getquip.com slash Pardo. Quip! A better way to floss and brush. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 2706. Nate Bergetzi is here. He's taking time away from the golf course and apparently doing standing-up comedy. He's got a lot going on. Uh, again, the Tennessee Kid is the... Uh, boy, boy, it's a great special. If you've not seen it, you. uh, go and watch it. Uh, Nate, is, how many specials do you have on the Netflix? Is it just that one? I have that and I have a half hour on the stand-up season one. Right. And so, um, yeah, I referenced some of that in the Tennessee Kid. Yes, uh, you do. At the very be- yeah. uh, at the end, yeah. right? You say... Uh, yeah. 
you know what? I don't know why we haven't gone to watch that. We enjoyed your special so much. I would have thought that uh, we did start watching. I'm not going to tell you who it is. We did start watching one of the, uh, those uh, half hour of the stand-up series and uh, made it about six minutes. Made it about six minutes into the 30. And uh, we pulled the, pulled the shoot on that. Uh, <laughs> there was also a, a Netflix special that came out in the last week or so. I want to say Netflix that we, uh, uh, I don't know if we even made it six minutes. And we went, we're good. We're good here. Let's, uh, do you fast i sometimes i try to watch like you know if you're just watching as a comedian i like to watch the the opening to kind of see where they're at in the middle and then i kind of see what they close on oh. just, you're trying to if you're not trying to watch the whole thing you're like let me just get a let me get a feel for what's happening yeah mm-hmm. i don't uh, one of these specials i don't think my family would have stood for that i don't think they would have uh they would have uh, they would have uh, i think my wife would have issued divorce papers and taken my son with her i think that uh, that's how little they wanted to investigate further into this person's uh, performance wow yeah uh yeah it was uh but that's why uh comedy is like an ice cream shop right uh, 31 flavors there's something for everybody uh nate bargetzi is here the question of course is what book was banned in china for suggesting that animals can talk just like humans uh, so far, we've got uh, we got two Charlotte Webs and two Animal Farms. Nate, what did you go with? So, uh, Animal Farm, I don't even know what you're talking about. I took remedial classes, as y'all made fun of. I took, I mean, a ton of them. Went to college for a year and a half. No credit is the truth. All remedial. Took speech in college. Uh it was me and a bunch of 40-year-old moms and dads going back to school. <laughs> so Animal Farm, I, don't, I thought that was the movie. There's an Animal Farm movie, right? Well, based there's on the book. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, it's something. All right, I'm in the ballpark. <laughs> so that that never, is something. Uh, Mr. Ed, I did think of. And then I was like, well, that's a TV show. But would have written it down if I didn't think of this. But I wrote uh, Charlotte's Web. Okay, and so uh, that's what I thought too. Yeah, three for the web. Now, listen, Nate. Just so that you know, I didn't go. I went to community college for a little bit, and then I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. So, uh, you are not any different than me, sir, with your Thank remedial you. learning. I, uh, I too, did not go. Uh, mainly, I can drive a stick shift. So, oh, I can too. I can drive a stick. That's something, something, something to offer. You know, we have something to offer. <laughs> it is something to offer. That's good for if you're uh, ever on the Amazing Race. I feel like that's the only yes. time that comes up is it, on the Amazing Race. <laughs> they're in Latvia and they're like, "Here's the car," and they're like, "Oh no, we don't know how to do this." And then that team is just out <laughs> because they don't know how to do it. And Matt, how many seasons in are we that it still happens where it's like you you sign up for this show, you know, stick shift's going to come up. Take a class that, when you're doing you're running around town with a backpack on. <laughs> how about you also practice? with a stick shift you yeah. know it's going to happen right and and learn a little bit of spanish maybe you know a little, <laughs> little bit of spanish a little bit of french you're all set you'll be covered uh all right here we go nate uh, matt please play the second theme song to reveal the answer but real quick so I, which one did you land on jimmy because i know G- garen said uh, charlotte's web I landed on, we got three charlotte's web and two animal farms yeah. and, and, okay. and i want to throw out my my other my other thoughts before we hear the answer you tell all me right you want to do that. uh so there was a book of Dr. Doolittle, but as I understand it, it's very racist. I'm listening. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how China feels about that. And then uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh. Mm, I, Seems I, like it I, could be a possibility. I guarantee it's not that. All right. Yeah. Here's the other thing. In fact, if it is that, I'll give you a dollar. All right. All right. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. How Matt, you can play. Uh, here it comes. 
But he's stuck in his room writing trivia for Zoom to help his father's career. <laughs> Thinks of a question and he writes it down. What have we found? His writing's not clear. Wish Oliver was here. Quickly now, Father needs you. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Daryl Asher that's doing the great uh, take on the Pink Floyd classic. Wish you were here. Wish Oliver was here. Uh, very nice. Nicely done. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you for that. And uh, we thank Tyler for the first one. We thank Daryl for the second one. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's your answer. Let's find out together. Will it be Animal Farm? Will two people be going head to head, or will three be going head to head to head? Let's find out together. As I open it up here, we find out it is Alice in Wonderland. Guys, god damn it are you fucking kidding me <laughs> it is alice, alice in wonderland. wonderland because of the cat there are now, talking animals in alice there is the Chesh- cheshire cat the wall there's a rabbit right at the beginning oh the rabbit yeah. well let me tell you something at the time of release the governor of hunan china believe i, I assume that's what he written, uh, wrote here believe that even suggesting that animals could talk was disastrous <laughs> what year was so, this does it say well uh, no I, I don't have a year on this elliot do you want me to go yell at my 13 year old for not providing a year no 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 but i, <laughs> I be grateful he gives a shit enough to write the question when did that book come out like early 20th century or late late 19th century something like that? I, I know i don't know all i know about it matters that it spooked the chinese that's all i know about this book fair enough but with, what i'm wondering is is if it, it was it it was a communist china did it say it was communist china that banned it it says again, it, oh. it, H-U-N-A-N comma. I think is what this says here. But I, I again, his handwriting is that atrocious. is a good point. If it was pre-communism, that's that's interesting. But the I, book I, came out in eighteen sixty-five. Eighteen sixty-five. But it didn't say it was banned when it came out. It just right, said right, it was right. banned in China. At I the mean, time, it does say at the time of release, sir. Oh, oh, okay. So I'd then like, that would have to be Imperial China. I'd like to see that book banned for being fucking weird. How about that? <laughs> I don't. I don't care about the animals talking. It's just, the whole thing is just too too weird for me. Well, if you don't have that, Matt, you've got uh, uh, Jefferson Starship. As Jefferson Airplane doesn't have a uh, hit song. Great. That that would be a, a, a nice Great. side effect, a bonus, if you will, <laughs> to not I have love that, that song. song. <laughs> My wife hates it, and I love it. Can't stand it. And and your your wife loves Alice in Wonderland, right? She does love Alice in Wonderland. That's probably uh, where uh, Oliver got the idea today. And that's probably why she hates that song, because any true fan knows that that song is an abomination of the original idea. Well, you know what I hate? I hate Alice in Wonderland. I hate the, uh, the I've never enjoyed a single second of it. Book. I, I agree. Animate. I, I even agree. hate that Tom Petty video. Fuck you. Me Get too. Alice in Wonderland out of my life. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. I, and didn't he do two? Aren't there two different videos with that? Uh... Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that, sir. I think you're right, though. I don't know, though. I don't know what they are. I mean, but... once you have the costume. Yeah, that's a good right? point. Well, he's, he, gave, he kept wearing that fucking hat for the rest of his career, I think. He, <laughs> he did invest in that, 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 that hat. Uh, I think the weight of that hat's what killed him. I really believe that's what oh, it was. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. What are you sad about? The, the man died. People die, Elliot. Yeah, but what about all the people who make hats? Well, Actually, the, the, the thing about the Mad Hatter was apparently like, in order to make hats, you had to, I don't know, was it mercury or some other yeah, there was thing? A chemical. And it, would actually, it actually would drive you insane? Yeah. So he could have died from mercury poisoning from making his own hats. Maybe. I not. Conspiracy. No, I, I don't know if he was a, a hat maker. What's the, what's the word for that? Haberdashery or something? It's not haberdashery, it turns out. we've oh, That's uh, just clothing, a, right? Well, that's I, I think that's a catch-all. It's, it's got yeah. a lot of it, hats and, and your, your buttons and sundries and such. Mm-hmm. Millinery? Millinery? Mil- oh, like Milner? 
Milliner? Milliner. M-I-L-L-I-N-E-R-Y. You thinking of Mueller? The Mueller report? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds like yeah, that's you what you're it. thinking about, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, did you guys, I, I haven't watched it, but I just, like, I, I guess it just came out last night, but there's this movie on Showtime about about Comey, James Comey, and yes. have you seen that trailer? I have. Uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, I don't know if I'm going to watch the thing, but I just, like, stumbled on just, they just had a scene. It's the scene of Donald Trump and James Comey having dinner together at the White House, and Brendan Gleeson's Trump is amazing. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this is mind-blowingly good. And it's not, like, done for humor, obviously. It's like he's right. playing Trump. But I couldn't believe how good he was at Trump. Mm. I couldn't figure out who it was at first, by the way. I was like, who is this guy? And then I found out it was Brendan Gleeson. But uh, here's the thing. By all accounts, it's supposed to be great. People that I, uh, that I like are saying that it's great. I, it, looks what's that, silly. it looks really silly to me that's like, what i thought uh, but these people are saying that it's not that it's great well that Weird. guy billy billy ray wrote it i think who's a good screenwriter um I, I i am i am curious even though i don't necessarily want to revisit that, that ordeal in in right. that way right now at least but uh i feel like i'm getting enough in the news without having to spend four hours watching that but uh yeah i don't know i mean good cast like holly hunters in it and jeff uh, mm-hmm. jeff daniels and matt you uh, by the way uh, the screenwriter billy ray you you heard about his heart right uh <laughs> no what happened oh it's achy and breaky, breaky. Right? Yeah, that's right yeah it's got the achy breaky heart billy ray does um i guess his daughter's a singer as well i just found that out mm-hmm. billy ray yeah. cyrus has a daughter that's very popular um <laughs> all right, so we have to reveal our numbers uh, because none of us got it right. Nope. All cocky assholes. It's got to be one of these two. More often than not, that's what happens with Oliver's trivia questions. It's a it's a question you you think the answer is obvious, uh, and then you find out it's Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, I know. This was uh, all right. What, what, what everybody bet? Uh, Garen, fifteen. Fifteen. Elliot, twenty-five. Matt, twenty-three. Nate, I just did five. I uh, listen. Nate Bargatze gets the money. I said seven. Oh boy, there we go. So Nate, you got to. Uh. Uh, I got to get your email from you because uh, uh, I don't have it. I had to go through uh, personnel in order to have yeah. you on this show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is ridiculous and insane I that I have to I book a. A fellow comic through publicists bullshit i don't know well that you didn't have to do that i didn't that didn't you know well you don't ever have to do it next time though we might i might have one more person, you might person be before you even get to them the publicists you go i, wa- I want i want to say nate that the, uh, this time there was i think at one point there was that case i think there was a, a second person that got involved so you're already making me jump through these hurdles i'm in nashville dude no one you know we're not and we're now right now especially with this but you can have i'll give you my social security number you can have whatever you want <laughs> i will use it i gotta i gotta sneak yeah, up some have, courses. Have at it. Uh, just give me your handicap card so i can go play some uh, yeah. better courses than i'm playing as you shoot my 92 uh nate bergazzi's here he's got the new podcast called the nate land where they get to the bottom of the future of the grocery stores and uh magic <laughs> what's the future of magic is it that uh that guy that uh, puts himself in an ice cube is that the future <laughs> Oh Why yeah, David I, Blaine. That is. Yeah, is, it, is, is he the is future? It, he's kind of is right now. He, but he, you know, the key that my dad always talks about is can they do an hour long show? Uh, that's the big that magicians 
look at. And David Blaine can do a very good hour long show. So oh, he every, can. All, the, all right. Just really like him. Yeah, you can go watch him live, and it's an amazing show. So that's the big deal. Because instead of this, you know, some guys are just going to be like good on Instagram, but if you went and purchased a ticket, the show's going to be a nightmare. Mm. So it's an hour long show that you want to see. Now, your father being a magician, was were you ever his assistant growing up? Or like, was, were you part of the program? When I he came to my school when I was in kindergarten and did a trick, and I was going to help him, and then I got kind of nervous, and I just sat behind him, and then just ruined the trick for all the kids. <laughs> I yelled out, "There was like it's some kids' trick. There's two dogs," and I was like, "Well, Dad, there's two dogs, but the the kids don't know there's two dogs." <laughs> <laughs> And I just right. yell it out. And so kind of ruined it. Some kids left, uh, walked out. So, you know, that was about the last time I got. I always say I cannot, and I can't do magic. I can just ruin it for you. So if you want magic ruined, I've seen it. You know, we just have oranges laying around the house, newspapers. I mean, half a dollar's uncut dollar bills. I mean, just a ton of them. He'd have to go get for all these tricks he's doing. I mean, it was, you know. Nate, have you ever gone into the uh, fruit and vegetable uh, area of your refrigerator and open up an orange and there's a rolled up dollar bill in there? Has that ever happened? <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, we, my mom would always have to go buy a bunch of lemons. So she'd buy like a ton of lemons or oranges or and for his magic. And so anytime you went to the store, you would have to get uh, an extra amount. It looks like you're having a party. Right. Amount of fruit. And uh, but you're not. Your dad's just a magician. <laughs> And apparently not everybody's dad's a magician because I, I didn't it, think he was weird at all. <laughs> and then everybody was like, no, nah, it's pretty weird. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, does he still perform your father? Yep. He comes out with me on the road. Some uh, before all this stuff happened, he was going out with me a lot and uh, he will. So once we can get back to normal, uh, he'll come back out. And yeah, he does great. He's very funny. He's uh, the president of the International Brotherhood of Magicians right now, IBM. And they uh, so it's a big their big thing is they turned down Houdini. That's their, you know, he was a member of something else and they, well, they turned him down. Uh, so, well, he's dead, right? I mean, so they won. In the long run, they won. I mean, yeah. That was the, did the, the, the first but less famous time he got punched in the stomach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's still, it all hurt the same. It hurts the same. Though. It's still pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty rough, yeah. Well, we all like to be accepted, don't we? Houdini's no exception. You want to be part of something? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, what does your dad go by? The, the great Bargetsy? What is, uh, what's his uh, handle? Uh, Stephen Bargetsy uh, with a PH, as I sell, spell Stephen. Uh, but the magic of Stephen is what he does. And yeah, he's on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube videos of him and all the, all the fun stuff. And uh, yeah, he's great. We're very proud of him. He's very, very good at what he does. Let me ask you a question. Back when we're back to normal and you and your father are touring together, can I come just to watch him? Is that possible? Because I love magic. Uh, oh, he'll, uh, he, I have people come up to me afterwards and they say he was my favorite part. And they <laughs> oh, say, I, mean, they t I know it's kind of, it's one of those where you're like, look, I really appreciate that. And then also, I don't know, man, throw me a bone, you know, like at least be like, thanks for bringing him to me. Like I'm right. the one that. <laughs> Got you to see him, but I mean, they, he gets a, now that I've talked about him being a magician and they, so they know, I mean, he would get when I, cause it'd be a surprise when he comes out and we would just bring him out. And I mean, he, a few shows, he gets a standing ovation when he walks out. Oh my gosh. I mean, they're just wow. that thrill. Yeah. You're setting yourself up to be uh, ridiculed after the program. Yeah. I mean, no, no one cares. I mean, I, the stakes are low for me, you know, when I go out, wow. 
that does they're, seem they're, that, it seems like a tough thing to follow like he's out, he goes up there he's funny and doing magic and then you come up and you're like i'm funny but i don't do magic it's like uh that, that, yeah. that could be tricky it's uh it is it's not good and it's <laughs> tough to follow uh but what i mean I, he's got to go before me i can't you know just be like all right i mean i guess i could bring him out at, that'd be at great if you of, opened for him <laughs> well if he's getting stadios yeah. like that's it for me guys here's I mean, my dad and then people are like yeah. wait whoa i mean whoa. i heard from many an audience member leaving he's their favorite part <laughs> so i would have him close yeah no it's it's uh rightfully so and i yeah so they they say it they you know they tell me they message me and tell me and they really the ones that want to get it to you they i mean they really go out of their way to get it to <laughs> you. They, they you could be like oh you could have just maybe kept that to yourself maybe said nope. it to bucks people and now they're like you should know you yep. should know you, yep. you cannot go another minute without you knowing <laughs> how i felt about your act and your father yeah. What, uh, Nate, now, if you do it, uh, decide to have your father close that show, I still think you pay him opening rate. You don't give him closer money. Uh, you let him, yeah. right? You're giving him the, the joy I, I, of closing. Yeah, no, I uh, I absolutely do that. He gets to, he gets a normal, you know, if he gets paid at all at the beginning. <laughs> first college show I ever did uh, forever ago, Belmont and Nashville, and I, they saw me on uh, CMT was my first co- TV credit. And so I had to do an hour and I was getting, I don't know, maybe like 700 bucks. And so I had to get my dad to come do it because I didn't have an hour. Right. And I told him, I said, you gotta, you can't go crazy because I'm not going to be able to follow you. So you got to somewhat like do good, but don't be, and do most of the time. <laughs> just, I, I was like, I'm gonna, I'll do like 35, 40 minutes and you got to do most of the time. And there's no money. Which I mean, at this point, I, I mean, he's basically still giving me money. So, and then he goes up and does, you know, goes great, still destroys. The hard one, a, a very underrated thing that's hard to follow is when he cries when he brings you on stage. That's oh actually, no! Yeah, that's that's even that gets tough. Uh, which I don't have him bring me on anymore for that for that reason. Cause he'll start. It's very nice, but I mean, he can't. Just he, he gave you such a heartfelt intro that he choked up. That's what you're saying. Proud of me, you know the whole stuff. What you would do with your own child? Yes. Uh, and then your own child would go, Dad, you're you're killing me. You gotta. I don't even have the time. My act is awful. <laughs> These people are booking me off five minutes. They think they're out of their mind. I've tricked them into giving me this money. Oh. Hey, I have a question. Uh, you have an eight-year-old daughter, right? Yeah. Uh, do you think she's more likely to follow you into comedy or follow her grandpa into magic? You know, I, we talked about this where if my daughter just got a regular job, I think I come from a family of schemers. <laughs> we're just trying to trick people into money. And if she just, I mean, if she was a janitor, just a regular... <laughs> I mean, a lawyer, I would be blown away just uh, what she did. So I bet she doesn't do, I'm trying to make her do golf because mm-hmm. uh, no one knows, uh, women's uh, scholarships in golf's most underused scholarship, not used scholarship in all of sports. Oh. They don't have enough women for these, for, for the scholarship. So if you can shoot some, I mean, if you just get into golf and play it, uh, as a woman, you, you can have a full ride at a lot of places, hmm. but uh, she, I don't think she'll do that. And then, yeah, I don't think she'll. She's very funny and comedy. You, they all but want to be YouTubers right now. 
Yeah. And so I'm trying to not make her do that because as a comedian, that makes me furious because they do, <laughs> you know, they try to, they sell out a, some comedy club and then, you know, it's a bunch of eight year olds, 11 year olds that are losing their mind. There's no act. They don't do an act. Yeah. I mean, I can't, you know, but she doesn't get that when I go, yeah, what's her hour look like? You know, <laughs> so I, that's what I, that's all I don't want her to be. Yeah, and that's yeah. out of pure spite with how good those YouTubers <laughs> are doing in life. So, and how, and how quick they made it, you know? Yeah. 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 No right. struggle. Just, uh, oh, I turned a camera on and now I'm a millionaire. It's it's bananas and millionaire. Not even a question mark about it. They are making millions of dollars. They're doing nothing. Nothing. Sixteen live bigger house than their parents. You know, right? It's unbelievable. Uh, Nate Bargatze has been our guest. We're lucky to have had him. Uh, He's about to go out and do a tent show, uh, COVID style. Uh, But Matt, I I, I pay attention to that golf thing. Uh, Zoe. uh, Let's get her on the links. I'm thinking it might be too late. She's my daughter is 12. So uh, no, I bet it's not too late. She can if she's never played too. it's even better because she doesn't have any bad habits. And they say just let her I mean, let her take lessons and then just they can figure it out. Golf is I I honestly do think it's a great sport for life. You know, like it's to teach kids to be, you know, it's a polite sport. It's got to be an honest sport. Uh, You know, it's. It's, I mean, it's awesome, you know. Yeah. Tiger Woods changed the game. Mm-hmm. And now it's a cool sport. Uh, and, uh, you know, they have a lot of LPGA events. I try to I'd show her, my daughter, those, like, and, you know, trying to – I want to go to some if they ever – if you can ever go watch something live again. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the guys here will tell you uh, there was a little time in my life, uh, maybe, what, four years ago was it, guys, where I – Went to any LPGA tournament that was near Los Angeles. I would drive out to Palm Springs to watch it because uh, there's no crowds. There's no crowd watching the LPGA and you're watching peop- great golfers. You're watching terrific golf and you're able to do it. I, I, one time they went, oh, the leaders are coming up. Be careful. The screen's about to be jammed with people and 30 people walked up and <laughs> nothing, man. You get to watch a, 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 a great golf for less money and less crowds. And so... Uh, I certainly do that is my point is what I'm getting at, Nate. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. Nate Bargatze has been with us. He's got the new podcast called Nate Land. He's got the special called the Tennessee Kid over there on the Netflix that I cannot recommend enough. Fantastic. Uh, also, look for him on your local golf course. He's probably out there. I've just been told never cheating. Very honorable, this gentleman. Uh, <laughs> try, to, so, try to play by the rules. That a boy. That's why they're there. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, that's it. Uh, hey, don't forget, guys, I'm sure Matt talked about in the plugs, Parkcastathon coming up uh, next week uh, on October the 10th uh, between noon and 6 p.m. That is Pacific time. Figure out wherever you're living. Um, and that should do it. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is at the weather desk. That's Garen Cockrell. There's the phone man up at Video Village in Palms, California, the Elliot Hogberg. Keeping things safe. Keeping things safe. And Never Not Funny headquarters in Sherman Oaks. That's the Honcho Matt Belknap. Uh, coming to us from some weird, dingy basement-looking room in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Nate Bargetsy. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Stay safe, everybody. 8K47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.